Positively Uplifting, Alive 105. Another live presentation from Alive 105, live and local. It's Friday night, and time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Once again, it's Friday night. Uh, guys, we're glad you made it up to see us. Uh, last week, we played Wichita North. It was a good victory for Derby. We got to play a lot of kids. Uh, Coach Clark talked to us a little bit about the offense, the special teams, and I know uh, Coach Wietrich will talk to us about his defense. Well, this was a, this is a game we kind of set some goals. Um, you know, uh, a, a one seed versus 16 seed. Um, we, we told our kids, you know, they, they watched the film. They, they probably knew we were going to win. Um, so, so we set out and we made goals um, on Monday on, you know, what we wanted to accomplish that game. And our, and our kids really took pride in those goals. But uh, um, one of our goals was uh, score multiple touchdowns on punt return and, uh, and get a couple blocks. And, and that's what, that happened. We got, we got a scoop and a score. I think Case and Lindsey scooped and scored, got a touchdown. I think it was Jace Jenkins that that blocked the the kick, and, and then we had another block on a on a punt return, and then Terry Ginyard returned one for for a touchdown, a really nice return, um, but he also has some good blocking in front of him too. But uh, um, they did a good job. Uh, our kickoff return did a good job. I, our kickoff, um, you know, we had we had Scotty back to to kick for us, and he's a really good kicker. He's kind of got a tight hamstring, uh, maybe a little tear tearing it or, or something but uh he had played a soccer game the the day before and had played two soccer games that week and and hadn't practiced much at all because he's doing so much soccer so uh um he was he was a, a little off just a little bit you could tell his timing was just off but uh um man we've had him in practice this week and he's kicking the ball really really well um i i guess that's you know you practice and you get better and that's he's practicing kicking a football and he's getting better but but for the most part our, even even though we weren't kicking the ball that well i i felt like our our kickoff team was making you know they we hit the 20 yard line or something like that and they'd make it to the 24 or something so uh um, i thought our kickoff uh, coverage unit did a good job and our kickoff return did a good job i think they the ones got um no i, I, I don't think we got an opportunity with the ones so uh um, they, they they did a good job. Special teams, I was proud of them. Um, probably the best that we played, but we got to continue to get better. I know West is a lot better in special teams than North was. And then offensively, we set our goals. Uh, we wanted to go up tempo at first. Uh, we wanted to score real quick. Um, we wanted to have no turnovers. We didn't make that goal. We threw a pick in the end zone. Um, you know, we uh, we 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 had a lot of goals. But um, our, our ones ran 12 plays. You know, our dang defense had to score two touchdowns and our special team scored two touchdowns. And uh, um, we scored a couple quick. I, I think there was eight offensive plays. Um, and for the game, we already had eight touchdowns and we had only run eight plays. Um, really cool thing, uh, Mikey Johnson got in and uh, he's usually a receiver for us, a, a senior that that tries really hard and, and shows up every day and has done it for the last four years. And 
uh, Coach Foster took him back there on the sideline on one drive, one of our our last drives with with the ones, and uh, um, taught him how to take a handoff at, at the running back. And uh, um, Lim did a good job lining him up, and uh, gave him a couple chances, and finally got it in uh, into the end zone and scored. And the the kids went nuts, the student section went nuts, the band went nuts. It was a it was a pretty cool feeling. But uh, for the most part, you know, our our first group got twelve. Pl- 12 plays you know that's that's not that many but uh they did a good job they got in the end zone and uh you know i'd like to get that turnover back and i think limwood too um but uh, uh they did did a good job and then our two stepped in and i i thought they did a pretty good job too we we started just calling plays to to run the clock kind of one of one of those deals not to score so i thought our twos did a pretty good job too yeah defensively i think uh I really thought our guys did pretty well. It's one, it's once another week once again that where our guys are playing a type of offense that they're not seeing on on TV anywhere. You know, you don't turn on the film or you don't watch games on Saturday and see the single wing anymore. You don't watch games on Sunday and see the single wing. So, um Really, it, it was good for us because it, it, it allowed us to really kind of pry in and pry in our guys about mentally being checked in and focused and like realize, you know, it's not so much about personnel. You know, it's about we have a system of football that we're not used to seeing and we have to lock in, learn it, and we have to learn it so we can stop it. So, um, our guys, our guys Friday night, they had a good week of practice. And then, uh, you know, last Friday night, they, they, they locked in and did their job. And, and, uh, and it also was a, Really good conditioning test for us because, like Coach said, offense played 12 plays, you know, ones played 12 plays total, and we were fortunate enough to score and special teams scored. So defense was every time it seemed like we got to the sideline, we were, we were going to watch the last series of defense on the TV. It was defense ready because uh, we, we were up, you know. So uh, we got some good conditioning up, up at the beginning of the game, and our guys locked in and did a good job executing the game plan. And I couldn't be more proud of our of our, our senior leadership on the defense as far as getting ready to go and. Um, we got out of the game with no injuries, so another fortunate thing for us. And uh, looking forward to looking forward to tonight and how we do. I'm going to stay with you, Coach Wietrich. Uh You've got a pretty good defensive front three uh, in uh, Smith, Archer, and Dorsey. And Dorsey was able to pick up a loose ball and run it into the end zone. How did those three guys? How did practice go with those three guys? They should have been pretty hyped up about that. Oh, you know, there's nothing better when a, a defensive lineman gets an opportunity to score a touchdown, you know. So it usually happens. It's so awkward. They don't know what to do, you know. But <laughs> so, you know, the joke all week was going to be, you know, it's all about like those guys and how they respond and react on film and what they do in the end zone and all that. Our guys had a great time with it and uh, great for morale. You know, there's nothing, like I said, there's nothing better when a defensive lineman gets to score a touchdown, you know. So, um, yeah, great leaders. Yeah, you, you got. Three seniors that that do everything right that that are a, a great examples to our younger guys about how to how to prepare how to be a, how to be a Panther football player how to lift in the weight room how to treat people I mean those guys are great you know Dorsey Dan Seth you know you could have a better three guys on your team up front um, and I'd say those guys as far as leadership goes on defensive those guys up front i mean they're, they're leaders up front on defense during the game and they're they're leaders in our our whole team as well so those guys are uh great examples of uh of kids you want to be around coach clark you touched on it briefly uh offense didn't see the field a whole lot uh friday night you know it, we're getting some games where the starters really aren't seeing a lot of action the whole game uh, how do you keep these guys ready as the season progresses you know there's going to be times when these guys are going to have to play a full ball game so how do you keep them ready game speed's a lot different than practice speed 
We know uh, um, last Tuesday during practice, I, I, I think we took – we did scout team for the defense. I think we did 10 plays, the West plays. And then I, I, I think we ran about 20 plays of our plays at, uh, against our defense. And we did fast tempo. So you're never going to have a drive with 20 plays. And our kids are taking 20 plays back to back to back within – you know, we're probably snapping the ball every 20 seconds, tw- 25 seconds. So uh, that, there, there's some gain speed, especially when you got to see – um, our defense and and the speed of our defense. You know, um, we have yet to uh, line up against a defense that that's the caliber of our defense. You know, uh, um, Dorsey's the best knows our offense has gone against. You know, and, and Seth Smith and Dan Archer same same deal. Um, I don't think we've had a we've gone up against a middle linebacker like Jack Heilman that that reads so quick and gets to the ball real quick and then. Uh, you know, you got Luke, Luke uh, Stewart and Searing on the edge, uh, and we haven't gone against too many outside linebackers that, that play like that, and I don't think we've gone against cover guys like Brecken and, and Terry, you know. Uh, and then you got Knox cleaning every, everything up. You know, one of our big things is uh, – you know, uh, quarterback, running back. Let's let's make the safety miss. We're going to leave one safety unblocked, and we're going to get everybody else blocked. Let's make them miss. And uh, in games, it's worked out pretty well. And uh, at practice, it doesn't work out that well because our safety, Liddell and uh, Amare, are, are feeling really well, and, and so is Tanner. So uh, we're we're getting that look every day in practice. And uh, kind of like what I said uh, last week, you know, we're we're trying to get comfortable being uncomfortable. You know, we're we're going fast. We're we're making game like speed. We're putting our kids in bad situations. Uh, we're scripting plays against uh, plays that that we probably shouldn't script against. We we shouldn't run this play against this, but we want to see how our quarterback reads it and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, Tuesday I think our our ones took uh, I think it was eighty two plays, and and that's in a that's in a probably a you know that's that's ten minutes of seven on seven and. Uh, uh, 30 minutes a team so that's that's in 40 minutes they're running 82 plays you know and that's that's including a couple couple water breaks in between so uh and then wednesday i think we had uh close to 70 plays in 30 minutes so uh um our kids we're we're pushing them um i, I leave every practice without a voice uh our coaches are just non-stop it's it's really cool we have a lot of coaches come and watch our practice. You know, we had a couple coaches this week come and come and watch the tempo of our practice and stuff like that. But uh, it, it's so cool if you just step back and watch our coaches coach. Uh, there's all these moving parts, but we've done it, and we've got such great chemistry, and our kids know what to expect and know what to do. Um, we go from period to period, and there's no in between. There's no what's what's next. You know, every, there's just all these moving parts. We've got everything scripted. Every coach knows where they needs to get needs to go. Like Devore, Coach Devore has the tight ends down with the O line for ten minutes, and then boom, within thirty seconds they're over there running one on ones with uh, with the wide receivers. So, and then when it comes team time, we got all our coaches that are in charge of you know you're in charge of the front seven and blitzes, you're in charge of the back four and coverage, and we're just gonna you're in charge of signaling the plays in, and it, it's just moving parts. We got a coach that spots the ball every time. We got a coach that uh, gives a countdown like five, four. You know, we're trying to get the ball off as quick as we can. It's just it's so awesome to see if you just take a step back, and and when you're in the middle of it, you really don't notice it. But uh, um, we we are. We are pushing our kids to their limits in practice. So when it comes to game time, they know what to expect, and the game slows down for them.
I'm just going to kind of throw that out, throw this next question out to either one of you. Uh, I know you guys go in on Monday with a with a practice plan for the week, and uh, this week, regardless of the opponent, was there anything special that you guys felt like you had to work on, regardless of who you were playing? And I'll just throw it out to either one of you. I mean, yeah. I mean, every every team's going to present a uh, you know a different problem that you you got to solve and you got to find a solution for. And I, and I think uh, you know West, especially they play they play once again they play a ty- they play a style of football um, that's going to be hard nosed, can be run the ball, and you know you're looking for any tendency you can to give your guys an advantage. And then the, the challenging part's always going to be. As coaches, how do you communicate to your players in a way that they, as high school players, can understand? And you, you got to keep it simple, you know. So, anytime on defense for us, it's going to be how can we make the complicated for us really simple for them, so they're not thinking and they're just playing fast and reacting. And that's always that's always the challenge. That's always the you know what terms you're going to use. You know what formations are are you going to what are you going to call their formations? What are you going to call their plays? You know, and we try to call them the exact same that they've learned since they were first first graders playing Panther football. We try to keep all the terminologies the best we can the same. I think that's always the challenge is communication and and getting your guys on defense so they're not thinking. If they're not thinking, they can just react and they can play fast. Um, and that's the challenge. I think that's that's a week to week thing, and specifically this week is going to be different different style of football. How do you call it? How do you identify it? How do you stop it? You know, and that, that's our job on D. So I think our guys, uh, and the last couple of days of practice been really good. I thought uh, Tuesday, once again, going against, we have our offense run, um, run their stuff. It's a great look for us, and our guys did pretty well on good on good. So I'm feeling pretty confident our guys in the game plan. They're, they're going to play well tonight. Guys, uh, week two of the state playoffs. Uh, we're facing a, a guy, at least a coach, that we've seen many, many times before in Weston Charts. Uh, Wichita West comes in with a pretty decent record. Uh, coach Clark talked to us a little bit about uh, what we're going to see uh, out of uh, West, and uh, we'll let uh, Coach uh, Wietrich talk about his side. Well, first of all, this is uh, um, this we're, we're not facing North this this week. You know, we're, we're facing a team that that has. A bunch of guys that are physically capable of beating anybody, and uh, Coach Charles has done a great job. You, you you go in not really have watching West at all, and all right, what are we going to see? You turn the film on, and it's discipline football. I mean, they are flying. He, the, him, and his coaching staff has done a great job of of coaching their system. Um, they run a they run a Discipline defense, uh, you know they're they're a three four team, and they'll give you some kind of a three three look with a what we call an alpha backer that kind of just flows to the ball, and uh, they, they've got some really good cover guys. And then you go to their offense, and man, they're disciplined too. And and the, you know I've I've coached against Coach Schartz, uh as an assistant uh, seventeen years ago, sixteen years ago with Coach Aslan here. Uh, when we played him in the state semifinals or state quarterfinals, and uh, I've coached against him at Northwest also when he was at Northwest uh, when, when when I've been a head coach. And one thing about his teams, they're always going to play hard and they're going to be disciplined. And and that's what he what he has here at West. I mean, they're here for a reason, and they've got an awesome record because of it too. Um, but defensively, we're going to see. Uh, I, I think a three-man front, kind of what we've been seeing the last last couple of weeks, and uh, with all our shifts and motions, I think you almost kind of have to have that three-four look to to be able to uh, get, just 
have a, have a balanced uh, backfield. But anyways, uh, um, they they've got some guys that float to the ball. Uh, they, their safeties fill really hard. They've got corners that can cover. Um, they've they've got some backers that love to hit, and their D line loves to flow too. So uh, um, we got our hands full. This is probably one of the better defenses that we've seen uh, uh, all year. You know, and we see some pretty good defenses too. So uh, we got our hands full. And then, uh, special teams wise, uh, they're always when when you play a Western Sharks team, uh, you're, you're going to play a team that's disciplined and you know takes pride in special teams. Also, you know, you play some teams, you can tell they've got a really good offense, really good defense, and then it's about probably ten minutes of practice for special teams. It's just a byproduct. But uh, um, they're very disciplined in special teams. Uh, they cover well in their punt team. Um, they, their punt return, kickoff return, they've got really dangerous returners. They're they're so skilled uh, at the skill position. They're so fast that uh, um, um, we've got to have our lanes, and we've got on kickoff, we've we've got to be able to have the whole field cover because they could bust one out, and they have all year long. They've had big time returns, so uh, we definitely got our hands full on special teams, and uh, um, you know this is this is a disciplined team. Uh, West offensively. Um... They, like I, th- I mentioned earlier, they, they're going to bring, when they come here tonight, they're going to bring power football. I mean, it's going to be, uh, it reminds me of back in the days when I was playing Juco football way back in the day, playing against Butler. It's old school Butler. It's power, ISO, toss, counter, trap. Um, you know, so it's, for me, it's kind of a throwback. I mean, I kind of like seeing that stuff, you know, and it, I, they, they run it really well. They got, they have, and there's no shortage of athletes anywhere on the offensive side as well. I mean, some of those guys are playing defense as well. Uh, they're big up front. They got some guys that are big and heavy, and they get some great movement at the point of attack. Uh, the backfield just filled with athletes. I mean, they've they've rotated all sorts. A lot of guys have gotten carries. They've rotated two or three guys at least at quarterback. Um, so they have a bunch of athletes that are very good around the ball and they're very talented. Um, so yeah, we're gonna see we're gonna see power football, um, and then with with a whole lot of athletes and our guys. Um, it's going to be, I keep telling them all week, you know, it's going to be, even though we had a great look good on good, it's going to be, it's going to be faster and tighter and quicker than, than you've seen in practice. Um, so very imperative that they watch film. Our guys, our guys watch film. They're locked in and they're ready to go. Coach game 10. How are we health wise? You know, knock on wood, uh, to halfway decent you know we we it, honestly it, it seems like our our backups are getting injured more than our our uh, um starters uh which is not a good thing i'd i'd rather not have anybody injured but uh um we 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 still got some guys out sims he's his ankle is just he tried to practice he tried to throw on sunday uh just not good it's really really bad sprain um not sure if uh if it, definitely not not this week and not sure if we're going to get him back for the season but it, we, we'd be a lot better if we had him uh, Grant, first week of practice he came back uh, he's not 100% that's for sure but uh, um, it's stable and he's had a great week of practice kind of knocking off all the rust he's doing a good job and uh, lets, lets us put Lim in the backfield and, and some two back sets which is super dangerous when you got two guys back there that can throw the ball pitch the ball, run the ball uh, you know whatever with, with Trey back there and then uh, uh, Kevin Washington was hurt, hurt last week too and uh, um, he practiced a little bit this week but he's definitely not 100% but he may give it a try this week but uh, other than that I, I, I I think defense is is pretty healthy and uh um we've we've had a couple kids kind of get banged up like i said we we uh push it pretty hard in practice and uh 
couple couple kids get banged up, but I'm, I don't think anything season ending or even week ending. Guys, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to visit with us tonight. Good luck. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. Well, good evening, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and tonight, along with Kevin Payne, we bring you all the action for the second round of the playoffs. Uh, Panthers come in 9 0. Wichita West comes in at 6 and 3. We're looking for a much better game than we had last week, and uh, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how the night goes. Well, it's a little bit chillier here tonight, Doyle, too. It's uh, Right now, the feels like it's 33 degrees, winds out of the south at about 10 miles an hour, and uh, you can tell by the fans here, it's uh, it's going to be a chilly one. Oh, yeah, there's there's lots of clothes on outside and uh you know we're we're fortunate enough to be up here in the in the uh, press box where it's a little bit warmer uh we've we've got our guy john killen he's he's working the boilers in this particular section and he's got them going well doyle coach uh western charts he's uh, at the helm for wichita west a guy that we've known for a long time he's been around uh wichita area football forever it seems like 23 combined years at wichita west uh, spent some time in Northwest, uh, you know, just uh, an old school football guy, and we know that he's going to come in with uh, these guys prepared uh, to, to play Derby. Last week, uh, West beat East nine to six in that win. West totaled 283 total yards, 220 of that on the ground, 54 in the air. And Doyle, this is a team that we know. Uh, West is, I believe, only thrown the ball 50 times this whole season. Yeah, right, right around 50. Uh, so you know that just kind of gives you a hint about what's going to happen. We're going to be looking for a lot of runs out of the Wichita West Pioneers. Well, and these guys, they have five starters from last year, six and four team. Well, I said Western Sharks, old school football. He runs the power eye. You just don't see that in today's game. You see a lot of spread offense and different things, but he comes in with the power eye, uh, you know, so you know he's going to run the football, scoring about 28 points a game, and uh, led by Jemiah Brown, a 5'750 pound quarterback. Uh, kind of what we were saying. He's uh, carried the ball uh, last week. He was uh, 14 for 31 on the ground, 109 yards, and three touchdowns. Um, he's also going to be joined by Jeremiah Moore, a 5,745 pound quarterback. He's another guy that's uh, 276 yards of rushing. You know, this is what we expect out of him. Yeah, the, those. those uh... The quarterbacks evidently don't rush that much because those are season statistics. But uh, when we get into the running backs, you'll see a, a little bit better uh, uh, production out of them. Uh, no no doubt. Uh, you run the power eye, that's what you're going to force. Is you're going to work downhill with these guys. Ron, Ron Thomas, a 5'11", 210-pounder, has 61 carries for 521 yards. He's uh, expected to carry it a lot, 8.5 yards per carry. Jeremiah Nelson, 5'11", 175. He's got 854 yards on the season, five yards per carry. And Quentin Saunders, a big sophomore running back, six foot, 185 pounder. He's got 724 yards. So you got three running backs that are all in that seven, eight hundred yard range for the season. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that, that's a lot of yards out of three guys. And uh, so, uh, like you said, that kind of tells you exactly what's what's going on. 
Receivers, uh, Kelvin Salisbury at 5'8", 155, A.J. McCall is 6'1", 175, and Jonas Rivers at six foot one sixty five, but again, we don't expect to see them in nine games. They've been throwing the ball fifty times, so we expect the power eye to be the uh, force that Wichita West uses tonight. Yeah, these receivers pretty much, except for the tight end, uh, they're they're pretty much decoys and blockers for the running backs. Offensive line wise, yeah, not a, not an overly big team. We've got a lot of guys. Uh, Caleb Press five eleven two fifteen, Isaiah Kennedy six two two sixty five. Mario Lopez, or Perez, 5'7", 210, and Tyshawn Wilson at 6'1", 220. So, again, not an overly big group of guys on the offensive line. Defensively, West returns eight starters from last year's team, but they're a de- unit that has been averaging 19 points per game, uh, giving up. Uh, Doyle, it's just like, it sounds like a broken record every week. 3-4 defense, that's what they come in with. And, uh, you know, Brandon told us earlier in the week, he says, I know I'm not going to be surprised to see Coach Sharts throw some different wrinkles at us, but he said, we really think they're going to play us pretty straight up. Yeah, and and you're right with about 3-4. It seems like every team we've played this year has has, uh, their base defense has been a 3-4, so maybe that's the the new – fad for high school football is that particular defense well defensively they've got some guys again going both ways which can really hinder a team when you're playing someone like derby the platoons uh tykeem hobson six four two oh one he's a one-way guy but isaiah kennedy he's going both ways uh dixon i understand is going to possibly go both ways quentin saunders the linebacker we know he's going both ways so again when you get to 6a football and you start talking about playoffs and when you really need your guys ready, you can't really afford to have guys doing that. Well, and you look at the numbers on the West High squad, and, and you know, they're just over 50 players. And, and you know, you're, you're going to have some people going both ways when, when your numbers are that low. Last week it was Wichita North. They had, they were in the low 40s on their numbers. And, my goodness gracious, it's about everybody went both ways for them. Well, I believe last week they gave up 194 yards to a Wichita East team. And, you know, again, East didn't put up a lot of big numbers, 124 on the ground, 70 in the air. So Wichita West could have their hands full with this uh, potent derby offense tonight. Yeah, that, that's all. Yeah, it depends on who gets off to the fastest start and uh, who takes care of the football. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the night goes. Again, this should be a tougher game than, than last week. And and uh, hopefully the Panthers will come out on top Uh Offensively for the Panthers, their starters, we're probably just about three minutes away from the start of the game. But Derby starting offense, they're on the offensive line is senior Alex Kahn at 6'6", 280. Sophomore Jonas Vickers, 6'1", 285. Senior Kevin Washington at 5'11", 300. Senior Philip Eisenhower, 6'4", 280, and sophomore Alex Key at 6'1", 225. The tight end is senior Jacob Karzak, 6'2", 205. Your wide receivers, junior Reed Liston, 6'1", 180. Senior Aaron Larson, 5'11", 170. And senior Kavion Walker at 6'3", 220. Your running back starting tonight, senior Trey Washington, 5'10", 195. And your starting quarterback is junior Lim wash we suspect to see dylan edwards tonight getting a little action and coming off the injured list we expect maybe to see grant adler come out and play a a few series we don't know how many but we expect to see him come out and make a contribution tonight on the defense defensive line seniors daniel archer six foot 230 tyler dorsey six two two forty five and seth smith five eleven one ninety five 
Your linebackers are junior Luke Stewart at 5'11", 190. Senior Jared Knoll at 6'180". Junior Jack Heilman, 5'9", 185. And junior Colson Searing at 6'1", 200. Corners are senior Terry Ginyard at 5'9", 155. Senior Brecken Couser, 5'10", 170. And your safeties are junior Tanner Knox at 5'11", 175. And senior Liddell Clemens at 6'1", 180. Also seeing a lot of action tonight, we expect, is Amare Ramirez, Trayvon Morrison at linebacker, Ramirez at corner, and Tyler Allen on the defensive line. Those are your starters as we have them tonight. Well, Doyle Derby won the opening toss. Uh, again, kind of the last couple of weeks, they've said, hey, we want the football. Derby will receive the football to start tonight's ball game and defend the north end zone. As we said, the wind's out of the south right now, about 10 miles an hour. It's a chilly night here at Panther Stadium, 33 degrees. So, you know, again, what a what a great way to start uh, second round of 6A football for the Panthers. Uh, we've got home field advantage uh, throughout the playoffs, so that's a good thing. Uh, you know, Derby comes in tonight with their – you know, another color combination, green pants, green shirts, and white helmets. Well, we're down to 16 teams in 6A, well, 6A, 5A, 4A, uh, eight teams on each side, uh, eight teams on the east and eight on the west. Uh, so it, it's it's going to be half of that is going to be around next week. So, you know, it, it's you, you win, you, you go on. You lose, you check in the pads on Saturday. Yeah, and believe me, Coach Clark uh, and his coaching staff talked to the Panthers about this uh, all week long. Was hey, one game at a time. You can't come out and be complacent, or you may be checking in those pads on Saturday. So I think the kids are ready to go. Well, Panthers have uh, it's like Ginyard and Washington back deep. Kicking off for Wichita West is Lewis Barron. He's a senior, six one two forty five. I don't know. We were watching him kick. Uh, earlier on and he's he looks like he's got a pretty good leg in warm-ups he's approaching the football right now it's a high end over end it's going to come down to ginyard about the three yard line he's out to the 15 20 gets a big hole he finally gets no he gets all the way out to the 45 yard line so great field position on the return by terry ginyard um, yeah, and he did. He found a little seam in the in the middle of the field. I thought he was going to go. I mean, when Ginyard hits that seam, you just don't know what's going to happen. But uh, good field position to start this ball game for the Panthers. I'm with you, Kevin. I thought he was going to go when he hit that seam. It just and then luckily uh, West had their people back and in position. They were able to slow him down and make the tackle. First ten Panthers pitch out to Washington. Cuts inside, still on his feet, jumps over a man and gets out to about the 40, looks like 46-yard line of West. And he, he did. He jumped over one of the players, and he's going to be up just about a half yard short of picking up a first down for the Panthers. So good uh, opening uh, play for Derby. Second and about a, a yard for the Panthers. West is showing blitz. They give it on a straight handoff. Ginyard, or uh, Washington gets down inside the 30 to about the 26. Nice cut back against the grain. Well, and exactly. It looked like Washington was going to take it off the left side. He caught out of the corner of his eye, came back to the right, picked up good yardage. First and 10 Panthers from the 26-yard line of West. No score. Again, straight handoff to Washington. Gets inside the 20 before he's bumped out of bounds. 
Now that's uh, three plays for the Panthers, and uh, we picked up uh, 25, 30 yards. It's all made by Trey Washington. Ball's on the 19. It's going to be second down and about three, maybe three and a half for the Panthers. Again, Washington cuts to the near side, gets inside the 15, finally gets run out of bounds at about the 14. That should be enough to pick up another first down for Derby. And so far, it's been Trey Washington on every play. And why not when you're able to pick up the yardage that uh, the Panthers are doing? Give some credit to our big offensive line for opening up some big holes. He's, he's a thousand yard wa- uh, rusher so far this year. So give it to him. Again, Washington on the uh, pitch. He gets outside. Gets maybe a yard or two on that play. Well, that was an option play, and uh, West did a good job of uh, tying up uh, our quarterback and making him pitch out the ball to to Washington. No score. Ten and a half minutes left in the first quarter. Second and about eight and a half, nine for the Panthers. Again, Washington gets to the outside, finds the corner. Gets inside the five. And I we're going to have to see where they mark him out of bounds at. He, you know, really Washington never got stopped. He was trying to reach the ball over the goal line, but I think he's going to be called out of bounds right at the five. It's going to be first and goal from there for the Panthers. Oh, so far, that, Washington's that, the only one to touch the football. Make that third down. Again, on the pitch, Washington cuts inside. Gets down close to the goal line. It's now a first down and goal for the Panthers. Now, the one play that uh, Lim Wash ran that was a true option play, they bottled him up, and he was able to pitch to uh, to Washington. And so far, every play has been run by him. Ten minutes exactly, first and goal from about the one-yard line. Kind of a busted play. Wash loses a couple on the play. Now, Wash turned one way and and Washington turned the other. You know, you look down there and then Washington's kind of point to him, showing him, hey, it was supposed to go this way. So Panthers lose some yardage on, on the misfire. Still second and goal inside the five. They lost about three yards on the play. Just a busted play. Karzak goes in motion again. Wash. <laughs> well, they bid on that one. That, for a he, touchdown. he made the fake to uh, Washington, and they all bid on it, thinking that uh, Trey was going to get the football. And Lim just prances into the end zone for the first score of the night for Derby. 6-0 with 9.22 left in the first quarter. On is Simmons for the extra point. Again, Larson's the holder. Liston is the long snapper. That was just a nice play call by the coaching staff. Extra points up, and it's good. So with 9.22 to go in the first quarter, Panthers take the lead, 7-0 on a nice drive set up by Terry Ginyard's good punt return or kick return out to the 45. Well, and you really didn't have to see the Panthers do anything fancy at all. I mean, it was really Trey Washington moving the ball down the field on several carries, and he was picking up eight, nine yards on on per carry, and uh, – then you kind of use him as a, as a fake, and Lim Wash walks into the end zone. You know, we said we had 16 teams left in 6A. We'll we'll give you the games tonight on the east side of the bracket. Blue Valley North, they're four and five. They're at Garter Edgerton, eight and one. Blue Valley six and three at Olathe North, seven and two. Blue Valley West six and three at Shawnee Mission Northwest, seven and two. 
and Casey Wyandotte four and five at Olathe North seven and two. On the Panthers side, Wichita West obviously at Derby, Free State eight and one at eight and one Manhattan, Lawrence eight and one at eight and one Topeka, and Junction City seven and two at undefeated Dodge City. Those are the games on in six A on the east and west side of the bracket. Deep for Wichita West. Looks like it's Jamarian Nelson. He'll be standing at about the 10-yard line. High end over ends coming down to at to about the 13. Gets out to about the 25-yard line. It came down by Malachi Rogers. Well, and Doyle, you know, you you do. You look over at the sideline, and it's kind of like north. I mean, Wichita West just does not have a lot of guys on the sidelines to have that ability to substitute in and out. It was a good return, though. They got good field position out about the 20, looks like the 28-yard line. First and 10. Quarterback under center puts the ball on the ground, then tries to pick it up and gets hit and tackled by Archer for a loss. Yeah, the ball was down on the ground, and you're, you're exactly right. He would have probably fared better if he had just fallen on it. Instead, he picks it up, and uh, Archer's immediately on top of him. Brown is the quarterback. Again, he's under the center. We haven't seen that much. Now he's in, now he's in kind of a shotgun formation. They give it to the tailback to the near side, 30-35. Finally gets run out of bounds at about the 36-yard line. Well, you know, and he did a good job of getting the edge and getting cut up field because it looked like the Panthers were going to string it out. Uh, once he turned the corner, he shows pretty good speed and was able to pick up about eight. It's Nelson on the carry. So that's going to make it third down and and a couple for the Pioneers. Their first possession, they trail 7-0, 8.44 to go in the first quarter. Straight ahead to the fullback. He's going to be close. Maybe he's going to get the first down. Looks like Ronnie Thomas. Yeah, this is, like I said, it's just the old power eye, fullback, tailback. And you uh, have a fullback most time block, and that time they gave it to the fullback, and he's able to pick up the tough yardage for the first. Thomas goes off limping, and his in comes Jerome Reagan to replace him. First down for Wichita West from their 37. They trail 7-0. Again, on a quick handoff, Panthers stuffed that one that time. That was Nelson on the carry. Uh, he's hit pretty quickly by uh, Dorsey on the play. Looked like Jack Heilman in there with him, and that didn't fool uh, either one of those two young men. So it'll be second and 10. Well, they, they give him maybe a half a yard, so second and oh, long nine, short 10 for Wichita West. They trail 7-0. They give it straight ahead to the fullback. He gets maybe out to the 40, so he picks up a couple. It's going to be third long. That was Jerome Ragan on the carry. Uh, is met by Dorsey and Archer both on the play. And You know, again, this, it run of, seeing this old power eye is just reminiscent of, you know, really 20 years ago of football, that's all you saw if you were an old Nebraska fan or Oklahoma fan, and you got to see a lot of that. Well, if you if you played Weston Sharks over the years, that's what you see out of him. He hasn't changed any. Back to pass, just a quick pass out in the flats. Caught. Panthers played it very well. 
very little gain. It's going to be fourth down. And they were very lucky because they put the ball on the ground. He was able to fall right on top of it, but it's going to bring up fourth and very long for Wichita West. Well, I think we got some fans that usually are here tonight. Uh, Sebastian and his great-grandparents didn't get to make it tonight, but I think they're home listening to us. Uh, We miss you, and uh, glad you're listening. Absolutely. Nice high punt. It's going to hit, bounce, take a west bounce down to about the 23-yard line. That's where the Panthers will have it. With 6.25 left in the first quarter, they lead 7-0. They're going to have fairly good field position for this possession. That was a pretty good punt. I really thought it was going to be an easily returnable punt, but it kind of sailed over the head of our uh, return guys, and so they probably did the right thing instead of chasing it down. Uh, Again, we expect to see some of Grand Adler tonight. It's good to see him suited up. he hadn't been suited up for a while, so it's nice to see Grant uh, suited up and ready to go. Right now, Wash and Washington in the backfield. Back to pass. Wash caught. Walker going to pick up at least five yards, maybe six on first down. Now, Kavian Walker's been kind of the go-to guy the last three weeks, and, and why not? He's six five, got great hands, and uh, comes down with the first catch of the night for Derby. Again, it was just one of those where he just kind of set into the zone defense and uh, Wash hit him as he turned. Again, they give it to Washington. This time he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be third down and about probably three or four yards to go for the Panthers. And I'm sure they made some adjustments out there saying, hey, you know, if they're going to keep – you got two guys you got to worry back. Wash and Washington are both tremendous runners. Third and about four, four and a half yards to go for the Panthers. They lead 7-0, 5.30 to go in the first quarter. They have the ball on their own, looks like 30-yard line. Wash finds a bit of a seam, gets out in the open, gets out past the 45. Now, that's something Lim Wash does a great job. He's got good vision, and, and, you know, he just ran that option. He saw him kind of bite on Washington. He's able to cut up inside. As we said, week in and week out, Lim Wash is not afraid to run inside. Uh, he picks up good yardage for the first. First and ten for the Panthers. Again, they give it to Washington. He cuts to the outside. Still on his feet, out close to the first down before he's run out of bounds. Yeah, there's no question that Derby's coming into this ball game wanting to run the ball. And uh, so far, Washington, I think,'s had about 70 yards, and we're uh, 449 into this game. Carey was good enough for a first down. It's going to be first and 10 from the 40, looks like about the 43-yard line of West. Back to pass goes Wash. He's pressured. I, they were trying to set up an inside screen, but uh, West brought too much pressure. And that, uh, as you said, when they when Wash didn't have anyone, that would have probably been another advisable ball to, to just keep and eat. Fortunately, it falls to the ground. Second 10. Looked like they were setting the screen up to uh, read Liston. West kind of shot that. Washington, again, 
Gets to the outside. Now he cuts back to the inside, picks up maybe a yard. It's going to be third and long for the Panthers. Now, as we said, Coach Sharks has been around this game a long time, and he made some adjustments on this drive because all of a sudden the things that were working for Derby uh, in, in, in Series 1, West has done a pretty good job of shutting down. Going to be third and looks like eight, eight and a half maybe for the Panthers, so third and long. Panthers really haven't tried to go downfield at all yet. Show a lot of motion. Walk, wash on a keeper. Finds a seam. Gets in the open. Wash is going to score. Touchdown, oh. Panthers. <laughs> and what Lamb's got to get used to is West was coming hard behind him. And, well, just, they're, 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 call, they're calling. I, I was just going to say, I think it's a, it may be a good call. He, he, he kind of lounged as he was getting close to the end zone and a Wichita West player came up from behind him and stripped it. We don't have the luxury of an instant replay. So there. It's a touchback. Lim Wash should not have been loafing into the end zone. I don't think he thought a West player was going to come up from behind him. Well, I saw that. I saw him drop the ball, but it looked like he was in the end zone to me. But I, I'm looking through rose-colored glasses, too. So, Well, I, I, you know, normally when Lim breaks loose like that, you, you got to figure it. he's home free and. I think he started to coast the last couple of yards, and uh, I'm sure that's something Coach Clark's going to talk to him about. And not taking anything away from the call, but the, the official that made the call had the wrong angle to see whether he was in the end zone or not. He was back five or six yards. But doesn't matter. It goes back to Wichita West. Well, I usually look at Coach Clark to see his, and, and what he's looking at to me is that he's not real happy with his quarterback right now. It, regardless, yeah, you gotta you got to get into the end zone no matter what. We've got we've got a timeout here, so while we got a timeout, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. You know, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ 1059 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Biddles Automotive. Derby Recreation Center, Derby Plaza Theaters, Derby Public Library, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, and D&M Mechanical. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. West has it first and ten. 4:04 to go in the first quarter. Panthers lead 7-0 after the. Uh, Fumble, and on the carry, gets out maybe for two or three yards. Looked like it was Nelson on the carry. Well, Nelson picked up the two or three yards and was just immediately stood up and driven back about four, but forward progress is going to give him the, the yardage. But, man, Panthers are really hitting them around on defense tonight. Second down and about, oh, it looks like second, eight maybe for Wichita West. They trail 7-0 back to pass. Just a quick out. Covered very well out there by Ginyard. It's incomplete. Now, Panther closed in on it very quickly. As we said, West has thrown the ball 50 times the in nine ball games coming in. So, you know, something the Panthers do have to still pay attention to. It's going to be third and about seven from the 23-yard line, Panthers lead this one 7-0, under three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. 
on the handoff. Panthers play that very well. No gain on the play. That was Quentin Saunders. So it's going to be fourth down and long. Uh, Clemens and Heilman made the tackle, and uh, I don't know what the referee was talking to uh, Heilman about because there was nothing dirty going on. It was just a nice hit to, to force the uh, punting situation here. You, you and I know a little bit about Saunders. You were telling me about him, reading articles in the paper, and I watched him wrestle last year, so he's a pretty good athlete, just a sophomore. A little bit of a high snap, but he gets the punt off. It goes over the head of Ginyard. Takes a west bounce inside the 25. Terry picks it up at about the 21. Gets back to about the, looks like, 32, 33-yard line. That's another one of those punts that just sails over these guys' head. Oh, I know the wind's blowing. It, it is out of the south at about 10, but, you know, they're setting back here, and it's just it's going over their head. Ginyard did it the right thing, retreating and trying to pick up the loose football, but uh, nice punt by Wichita West. Panthers lead 7-0. This is their uh, third Grant position. Adler. And we do see Grant Adler, and we, we figured he was going to get some reps tonight. We just didn't know when and how many. Yeah, it's good. Like I said, good to see our senior quarterback uh, back in the ball game. He's been injury prone his, his whole career in, at Derby playing football, and it's good, like you said, it's good to see him back. They hand it off to Looks like Washington, and Washington loses four, maybe five yards. Well, you know, they've been, Derby's been kind of running off tackle, and we said that last series, uh, West did a good job defending at that time. They weren't surprised at all. Washington's going to lose four or five. Second long for the Panthers. They lead 7-0. Again, Derby hadn't thrown the ball downfield, so we know Grant Adler's got the arm to do just that. And there's a fumble on the play. It looked like it was supposed to be a fake to Washington, and Panthers were lucky to recover it. Well, and you you, you kind of wonder timing off. Uh, you know, Grant hadn't been back here. I think it's been five games. He hadn't been in the end, so you wonder if the timing's off a little bit there. But you got, as I said, you got to get him ready at some point. It's third and eighteen for the Panthers. They lead seven zero under two minutes to go in the first quarter. Panthers' last possession, they fumbled the ball before they got in the end zone. It was a touchback because it went out of the end zone. Back to pass goes Adler. Now he's got to pull it down. Throws it up to Karzak. Caught by Karzak at the 35, 30. Finally brought down inside the 30 at about the 26-yard line. Well, Grant was kind of flushed out of the pocket, looked downfield, and just heaved it uh, ball that Karzak had to come back to. It got up in the wind and got held up. But nice tight spiral from uh, Adler, and Karzak's able to come down for a big first down. That was, that was a big deal there on a third and 18 to be able to pick up a first down and be deep in, in uh, West Territory. Back to pass again, Adler trying that screen to Reed Liston. 25, 20, finally driven out of bounds at about the 16. Well, and you knew that was set up, and I'm telling you, Coach Sharts has seen that screen pass against Derby before. They played it pretty well. The more important thing is it's nice to see Grant Adler moving around as well as he is. Yeah, I've been watching him. He's, he looks like he's moving around pretty good. I'm sure he's uh, he's probably glad to be in the ball game because we've been seeing him on the sideline, and it just 
last two or three weeks, and you could just tell he wanted to be in there. But and I'm hoping that's – we Panthers have a guy down, and I don't know if it's listed or not. It's over there on the sideline. Uh, but uh, that's what's going to hold up the game here for just a bit. They've got – might be a West player now that I look at it closer because yeah. I can see the West trainers and all coming over. It's right in front of the Derby bench, so kind of hard to tell. Doc Neder is standing there. And he's it is the West Saunders, but he's up and it looks like he's going to be all right. He's walking off under his own power. Doc, again, we're, we're so fortunate to have the staff we have at every ball game. And, uh, well, and they, they were taking care of the young man before the West trainers could get over. And that's, you, you know, you'd see that out of both sides. But uh, good to see Saunders walking off on his own. Yeah, very good to see him walking off on his own. It's going to be first and 10 for the Panthers inside the 20 at about the 17-yard line. They w- they lead 7-0. We have 49 seconds to go in the first quarter. Adler's your quarterback. He cuts it up, gets inside, makes a guy miss inside the five, finally brought down hard about the four-yard line. Well, and again, that was a design. I mean, it was an option play. Grant saw the seam open up and took off. And if there's any question, he looks like he's cutting on that ankle pretty well. Well, I don't know if the coaches wanted that tonight. I think they, they wanted his series to be a little bit benign. But he took off running there. Again, watch. No, Grant Adler. Touchdown Panthers. Well, and you can't, you know, it's hard to keep a racehorse down. I mean, you, how do you tell them, I don't want you doing this and that? But I, I agree with you. I'm sure they were thinking, hey, Grant, go in and hand the ball off a few times, make a couple passes, get comfortable. But how good is that to see Grant Adler uh, ready to go? It, it's great. I mean, with, with him healthy, and I mean, it, like we talked before the game, before we came on the air, that just opens the playbook up for the Panthers. And I don't think you're going to see – I mean, we both may be wrong, but I don't think you're going to see a ton of Grant tonight. No, I, I, I don't think so either. And, uh, I, you, you know, you want to – you don't know how that ankle is. It looked like he was he was moving on it pretty well during that series. But, you know, you just don't – you don't know. Well, and you don't want to keep – you know, you want to get him game ready. You want to get him all kinds of things, but you want to take it a little bit easy. While we were talking, Simmons did kick the extra point. So Panthers now lead 14-0. And, well, it could be twenty-one to nothing, real easy if we don't have the uh, fumble at the goal line. Yeah, and and again, it's it's a tough call, but you got to, you know, it's a learning experience too. And I mean, I'm telling you, that's going to keep Coach uh, Almstead, Coach Clark. They're going to talk to all their running backs and all, going, "Don't get complacent. Don't think just because you're out in the open that you you've got it made." We've seen it in pro level before, you know, guys doing that, and all of a sudden they get snuck up from behind. Well, and the bad part was it it, it went out the back of the end zone right. you know we if we'd have co- recovered it it would have been okay but it went out the back of the end zone and and uh you know i'll give west high credit because uh they were burned i mean you know and the young man uh, hurried after the football and was able to knock it out and it's uh you know saved him seven points it's 14-0 with 26 seconds to go in the first quarter panthers lead this one simmons will be kicking off High end over end's going to be short. Caught at about the 22, 23 yard line. Breaks into the clear. Gets out past the 40. Nice return by Malachi Rogers. Man, just what Coach Clark doesn't like to see happen when he doesn't like it when guys get outside that 20 yard barrier. That time Wichita West uh, fields a short kick and uh, Panthers really over pursued it. I mean, they were downfield so quick that it gave him an opening. 
He picks up yardage to get the ball out to about the 41. Going to be first and 10 right there for the Pioneers. They trail 14-0. We're just 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. They give it on a quick handoff. Picks up two, maybe three on first down. Looked like it was Parks Clark on the carry. I think Romero's is the guy that had him by the ankles. It's gonna gonna be the end of the first quarter. Panthers are gonna go in to second quarter leading 14-0. This is Panther Football on KDKQ Alive 105. We'll be back. get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start. Don't worry, Granny Cletus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Pizza John's has been serving Derby since 1969, offering build-your-own pizzas, simple pastas, salads, and sandwiches with a laid-back environment. Located at 208 South Baltimore Avenue, and they can be reached at 788-2011 for dine-in or carry-out. Pizza John's, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. So we're back at Panther Stadium, ready to start the second quarter. Panthers lead this 14-0. Uh, it's going to be second down and about eight for West on their own 43-yard line. On a keeper direct snap, goes nowhere. In fact, he's going to lose a couple of yards. It's going to be third down and long. Looks like Dan Archer is going to get up from the bottom of the uh, play. And, Doyle, well, you know, when you're one-dimensional against a team like Derby, it's tough. If you can't throw the football and you're going to run, these Panthers are going to load the box and come after you. Well, that was definitely a, a gangrene tackle there. There were several Panthers on that play. Third and long for West. They trail 14-0. And on a keeper, the quarterback, he's going to get maybe two, maybe three yards. going to be fourth down and long. That's going to bring up fourth and long for Wichita West. Moore was on the carry, but uh, it's going to be fourth down and looks like six and a half, seven yards to go. So West will punt. And Noel brought him down uh, on, on from behind, really, on that tackle as he was trying to come around. Noel got him from behind to, to force this punting situation. It'll be interesting to see where where uh, Ginyard uh, and Washington line up for this because they've uh, West has had a couple of nice punts that went over their heads. Well, they're giving him a little more respect. They're back a little bit deeper. High snap. Spiral's going to be short. Going to take a, a bit of a derby bounce. It's going to be on about the 30-yard line, so another pretty good punt by the West punter. Panthers will have it first and 10 on their 30-yard line. Yeah, we were kind of watching before the game. I mean, he's their kicker and their punter. Kind of, uh, we were talking about it. He looks like uh, Janikowski from the, I mean, this guy's a, is a 260, 265-pound kicker, but he's got a good leg. 
he does. He's got a lively, lively leg. Ah, Grant Adler back out for another series. He and Washington in the backfield trips to the near side for the Panthers. They lead 14-0, 10-28 to go in the half. Back to pass. Oh. Adler, he just, somebody must have missed, missed a block. I mean, I saw that coming. Grant was just set up to throw the football. He was blindsided from the backside, so absolutely someone missed their block. It's going to be second down after that sack and 16. I was I watching to see where Grant set up at. Boy, you just saw the, the guy come through immediately. Grant just didn't have a chance. Again, second and 16. Adler on a keeper coming to the near side, picks up a block. Then he gets run out of bounds oh, after picking up maybe two yards. It's going to be third and long. And you know Adler's the guy they want throwing the football. Yeah, Derby been pretty content. Uh, the one catch by uh, by Walker was not a deep ball, so we haven't. I, I guess we had the one to Carsack that was kind of a floater. But Derby's been trying to keep everything in tight. It's now third and about thirteen. They they lead fourteen zero. Just under ten minutes to go in the half. West is showing blitz. Now they're backing off. Adler's using the coaches on the sideline on a check with me. Still third down and 13. Low snap. Caught by Washington at midfield on a nice wheel route. Well, nicely thrown ball by Adler. I mean, they brought the pressure to him again. They had blitzed. They had guys breathing down his neck. Grant, being the veteran he is, lofted the ball up so that Washington could get underneath it and catch it. Nice route run by Trey Washington as well. First and ten, another low snap. Adler goes back to pass and saw his man out in the flat, but uh, was intended for KV on Walker. Yeah, I think he was uh, trying to get rid of the ball as well. Again, low snaps kill a play. I mean, just the timing of it, you can't uh, can't uh, get that back. It's going to be second and ten from the – 45-yard line of the Pioneers. Adler and Washington are in the backfield. Adler, just a quarterback draw, 35-30, gets down around the 20-yard line. And that's what it was, was a quarterback draw. He just stepped back and let West come to him. He went right upfield, picks up good yardage, so... Grant Adler's had a couple nice runs as well as throwing the football. Ball's all the way down to the Wichita West 20, where the Panthers will have it first and 10 from there. They lead 14-0, threatening to go up even farther. Back to pass, lots of time for Adler. Now he rolls to the far side, just kind of throws it up into the end zone. It's caught, but it's going to be out of bounds. Well, I think Carsack was open initially. Grant just didn't wasn't able to see him. He had some pressure on him. Does the right thing there. I think he just decides, hey, I'm going to throw the ball over in the far, far corner of the end zone. The only guy that could even come close to it was Carsack, but it was uh, it was out of bounds. But it was a good, smart heads up play by Grant on that to realize where to step up and when to move in the pocket. Give it to Washington straight ahead. He's going to pick up eh, maybe a couple. It's going to be third and about eight. 
again, Wichita West has done a good job here uh, after that first series of trying to bottle up Trey. Yeah, he picked up two, so it's got to get down to the 10-yard line for a first down. The ball's sitting at about the 18. They lead 14-0 with under eight and a half minutes left in the first half. It's been a pretty quick half of football as both teams have been predominantly run. Back to pass goes Adler. Got Washington out in the flat, makes a guy miss. He's going to be short of the first down by five or six yards, so it's going to be fourth down Panthers. Hell, they only picked up, a, I mean, very little, a yard maybe on the play. We got fourth down and eight for the Panthers. It looked like it, the, the play had some potential when it, when it first developed, but West, uh, they kind of closed all the gaps there, and uh, uh, I think Washington might have picked up a yard maybe. It's fourth down. Karzak goes in motion. Now the Panthers are looking at a sideline for a play. Grant nearly drew him off on the uh, hard count. They only got three or four seconds. I don't know if they got that. Evidently, they got that one off. Adler's rolling to the near side. Now he's coming back. Got a man in the end zone. Touchdown, I think. He held on to a touchdown. Panthers looked like Reed Liston. And, and, you know, you got to give Reed a lot of credit as he was able to, to shake loose. I mean, you know, they're covered up. Uh, Adler had to kind of ad-lib and get out of it. He looks down there and finds Reed Liston on a diving catch. So, nice uh, scoring opportunity for the Panthers. Just a good a good play by Reed. Uh, good pass. Adler searched the field, found somebody open, threw it, and Reed made a good play on it in the end zone. Now, Adler was nearly sacked. He spun out of it and looked downfield and had enough arm strength to get it to Liston. Panthers now lead 21-0 with 8-11 to go. That was probably as good of pitch and catch as we've seen out of the Panthers this year. We've seen some pretty good catches, but Reed Liston made a heck of a catch on that touchdown. <laughs> That's what it looked like. I initially said touchdown, and I'm thinking, man, I think Reed just made a phenomenal catch. You had to wait for the officials, I think, to make sure that you know the ball hadn't come loose. Uh, but, uh, that was a nice scoring drive by Derby. Yeah, very nice scoring drive. They had a couple of long, you know, long plays they had to get to get a first down a couple of times, but uh, uh, they moved it real well, and uh, they now lead 21-0 with just over eight minutes to go in the half. We we came in tonight, and everybody was going, what's going to happen? Is this going to be another blowout? You and I both said, I think the difference is Wichita West has got some good athletes. They're well coached. The thing that might start hurting them is so many guys going both ways, they're going to start wearing down. It looks like Simmons will be kicking off again for the Panthers. Well, no, I don't think it's Simmons. The only reason I knew that is a different pair of shoes. We're going to have to see. It might be Knox kicking off. We'll have to wait and see. It's not Adler. We know that. It is It is Tanner Knox kicking off for the Panthers. He is also a left footer. Panthers lead 21-0 with 8-10 to go in the half. High end over end, going to go out of bounds. So West is going to get the ball on their 35-yard line to start this possession. And, you know, Derby leads 21-0 in the ball game. You know, there's just been some miscues that I know Coach Clark's not going to be tickled about. He's had a couple of them with his punting uh, return game. He's had a couple of them here with the kickoff. And as as 
Coach Clark talks every weekend how important special teams are to him. You know, that's something that he's uh, definitely going to want to work on. First and 10 from the 35. No time ran off the clock. It's like West is in quarterbacks up under center again. You don't see that much anymore. Back back to pass, rolling to the near side, got a man out in the flat, hit immediately by Searing after a pickup of about six yards. Yeah, that was, uh, as you said, out of center. He did a rollout to the uh, right side and had a couple receivers that looked like they might be open. He went for the short guy, and Searing's able to close on him pretty quickly, but not until he picks up about six. Saunders on the catch for Wichita West. And, again, good coverage out there by Searing. Uh, we talked about that earlier in the week. Searing's kind of the, the linebacker that gets thrown into that pass coverage a lot. Second and four. Handoff straight back. Tailback. Panthers have that in red pretty good. Nice tackle out there. One-on-one by the Panthers. Liddell Clemens. Yeah. Clemens did a good job of closing on that, so it's going to bring up third and short for Wichita West. Third down and about a yard. They got to get to the 45. They're on just just shy of the 44. So you got to figure this will be four down territory for the Pioneers. They give it straight ahead to the fullback, and he's going to get enough for a first down. Going to get out past the 45 to about the 47. Uh, he's going behind the center that uh, is right at 300 pounds, it looks like. So, you know, why not if you can if you can run behind a beast like that? Ronnie Thomas on the carry. It's going to be an, It was enough for a first down. So first and 10 for West from their own 48-yard line. Now the quarterback goes it back into a shotgun formation. They hand it off immediately. Getting to the outside is Saunders. He gets enough for a first down. Yeah, Knox finally drives him out of bounds. But, uh, you know, West has shown the ability to get to the edge. It looks like the Panthers are going to string it out. Somehow they turn the corner and uh, pick up uh, 10 yards on the play. They're on Panther territory now at the 39-yard line with six 6.14 to go. Panthers lead 21-0. This is the the best drive of the night for the Pioneers, without question. They picked up a couple of first downs and uh, moved the ball from their 35 down inside Panther territory. Now West is, uh, I was going to say, West is going to end up calling a timeout there. Coach Sharks doesn't want to take a chance here calling the wrong play. No, I I don't, you know, they're having a good drive here. Why take a chance? Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 1059 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. Pause photography by Kelsey Lockie. La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Riverside Cafe of Derby. El Paso Animal Hospital. Wilhite Auto Service. MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Express Water and Hardscapes, and Pizza John's. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, 
Let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. We appreciate these sponsors. It'll be interesting to see what Coach Sharks called up here. Uh, he took the timeout, uh, probably a, a good timeout call. First and ten. Balls, Balls on, the on, on the ground. Panthers, Panthers have it. Pick it up. They got uh, Heilman. They ended up with the football in his hand. So just like that, whatever they called, the ball dropped on the ground. Jack Heilman picks it up. Uh, Panthers have the ball back again at midfield. Well, that was that was a turnaround. The West looked like they had something going, and then they fought, they under center. It's the second time he's fumbled the football from under center. This time Heilman was spot on. Picked it up and returned it back to the Panther 48-yard line. Now, Jack Hyman always has the knack for being in the right place at the right time. First of 10 Panthers. It looks like Adler's still at quarterback. He goes back to pass. The man over, it looks like Reed Liston. Caught, nearly caught. It bounced off his hands, and then he nearly caught it on the rebound. Well, it was a nice play. I mean, you can tell Adler just floats the ball up for him. It, it's it's hit. I mean, good defensive coverage on the play, but as you said, Liston almost catches the tip ball. It looked like it was tipped by the defensive man, and it just went off Reed's fingertips. Incomplete. Pitch out to Washington, 50-45. So he's going to be short of the first down by a couple of yards at about the 44-yard line of West. Now, Derby all of a sudden is giving West something to worry about in the passing game, throwing the ball downfield. That kind of loosens up a defense. Panthers lead 21-0, 5.30 to go in the half. Adler's the quarterback. Washington gets to the outside, cuts back to the outside, now cuts inside. He gets enough for a first down inside the 35. That's good to see uh, the running game moving for the Panthers again, too. Uh, it's just this is a much, much improved Wichita West team. We knew that coming in they were going to be at least a, a better opponent than we saw last week, and they are. First and 10 from the 33. Quick pass to Washington to the near side. Gets hit hard at about the oh, 29-yard line. Going to be second down and about six. That's in, it's interesting to see Adler still in the ball game this long. Yes. Back to pass goes Adler. He's being chased out of the pocket. Spies Reed Liston down there, but just. Well, Grant, Grant has that ability. I mean, he, he knows where he's at on the field. He throws the ball again, kind of out of bounds. No one's going to catch the ball other than Liston if he does. And, you know, Grant's uh, he's not going to force anything. That's a good thing. Well, he was chased out of the pocket. He just had he just found somebody that, you know, was open momentarily, and it was a good thrown ball to just, you know, like you said, it, nobody was going to catch it but Reed Liston there, so it's incomplete going to be third down and six and we knew we'd see grant adler in some series but uh, we were being told hey maybe two or three but since the limb wash fumble on the goal line he might be in coach clark's doghouse a little bit here it's going to be a timeout for the panthers uh probably a good timeout they looked like they weren't really set yet and the play clock was running down somewhat and uh, so good timeout by coach clark with 430 to go in the half. Panthers do lead this one 21-0. 
21-0. And, uh, you know, they just stopped Wichita West on their own 30. They got it down to the Panther 39-yard line. They recovered a fumble. Jack Heilman did. And, and West had really moved the ball pretty well on that possession. And again tonight, we have a lot of online listeners uh, around the area, a lot from Wichita, Kansas City, Chicago, Branson, Missouri, Dallas, Denver, New York. Uh, again, you can uh, pick this up online. You can uh, got Alexa, just go in the house and say, hey, Alexa, play KDKQ, Alive 105, and uh, you can pick us up. Uh, as we said, uh, once a Panther, always a Panther. Guys all over the country listening to these ball games. Third down and six. After the timeout, Panthers lead 21-0. On a Statue of Liberty type play, Panthers fumble it, and it looks like Wichita West got it, and they did. Now, it was a Statue of Liberty, and, and Trey Washington was going to take it, but ball comes out of Trey's hands. Doyle, again, I mean, Panthers are fortunate. We're up 21 to nothing, but uh, a lot of miscues tonight, uh, things that uh, will uh, – not make Coach Clark happy for week two of the playoffs. West picked it up, and it's going to be on their 24-yard line. It looked like it was Rosh Norwood that recovered the loose football for the Pioneers. So they have it now, first and 10, from their own 24 with 4.29 to go in the half. Yeah, and what's going to drive Coach Clark crazy is it's sloppiness. It's just, you know, it's uh, that you were seeing some good play, but then we're seeing a lot of sloppy play. Straight handoff to the tailback. He gets baby back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Looked like tackled by Seth Smith on the play. And defensively, again, our at front uh, seven, they're playing a pretty tight ball game. Secondary hadn't been really tested much. Wichita West hadn't thrown the ball downfield much. And, uh, you know, defense is playing pretty solid. Second and ten for West. Clock moving under four minutes to go in the half. Miscues have really come on special teams and hanging on to the football. Back to pass, now under pressure. Just kind of throws it up and a, and a nice catch by the, the tailback for Wichita West. It was Kelvin Salisbury on the catch. Well, we had good coverage. Kenyard had pretty good coverage on him, but, you know, he just made a nice catch, cut inside of him, and, uh, Comes down with a big first down. It was a nice pitch and catch, and you're right. Ginyard had good coverage on the guy. You could see Ginyard kind of go, oh, my goodness, you know. Yeah, and, and you, you got to play that coverage. play to the end. I mean, you know, you, you got good coverage, but you can't assume that, hey, the ball's not going to be thrown and the guy's going to catch it. Back to pass again goes quarterback, and it looks like false start. On Wichita West, quarterback is Jeremiah Moore. And back in the backfield with him is Quentin Saunders. And it looks like also in the backfield is Joe Marion Nelson. So Saunders and Nelson are in the backfield along with Brown. West runs out of a power eye. He's back up under center again. Rolling out to the far side, over the head of the intended receiver, Saunders. Well, Saunders was covered very well on the play. It was a, it was a kind of an errant throw. Jeremiah Moore is the quarterback. 
and we knew that West had a couple guys that could quarterback, and they're moving uh, moving them as well as uh, Saunders and a few of the running backs around. Second down and 15 from the 40-yard line of West. They give it to Saunders to the far side. Panthers play it pretty well. He's going to maybe get back to the line of scrimmage. Panthers played it very well that time. West has had a little bit of success getting outside. That time, Derby was all over uh, Saunders. There was nowhere to go. In fact, he might have lost a yard. Going to be third down and 16. Searing a knoll in on the tackle. Looks like, yeah, third and 16. Clock moving, 2.20 to go. Panthers lead 21-0. Panthers have been tested tonight. I mean, here in the first half, they've uh, they've had to fight for some things. They've had some miscues. And, uh, you know, they have a timeout. Uh, week two of the playoffs, you don't want to have some of the miscues the Panthers have had. West used their third and final timeout for the half. Uh, but, you know, you could see they, they never did line up. There was a little bit of confusion and uh, – uh, the play clock started running down so wisely they called their third time out, but they have no more with 2.07 to go. They trail 21-0. Again, being a one-dimensional team makes it tough. I mean, they haven't had much success all season throwing the football. and You know, <laughs> you come into an environment like Panther Stadium and, and you do that, it just allows us the opportunity to, to, to play them straight up. Well, they're throwing the ball. You know, Sharks comes out with trips. You got yeah, trips to the near side, a single wide out far side, so he's got four wide outs. They're in kind of a pistol formation right now. Third and long, back to pass, goes the quarterback, throws it up, could be intercepted, but it looked like it it was incomplete. It looked like uh Kuzer was out there on the coverage. Well, Cooser had good coverage on the play, and if anything, right before the ball was thrown, you're like, hey, are we going to get some offensive pass interference? And, you know, Cooser does a good job staying with him and knocking the ball down. That's exactly what I thought, but there was no call, probably a good no call, but it sure looked like Cooser was pushed. You know, the, it looked like the receiver was playing defensive back because the pass was underthrown, and Cooser was in good shape to pick that one off. And the quarterback threw the ball back against the grain, so showed a pretty pretty strong arm. Fourth down. Panthers try to block the punt. Washington from about the 35, and he's drugged down right about there. And they're going to call a penalty. I thought that maybe – I mean, it was close. It was like, you know, I mean, maybe, there, maybe the timing – Panthers did get him, though. I mean, so that's probably going to turn out to be a, a first down for Wichita West. It was definitely punt blocked by the Panthers that time. They they probably brought six or seven guys that all of them got through. Now, punter's shaking up a little bit on the play. I think he's also doing his acting job that these guys are taught. But no doubt there was four or five Panthers that hit him. Yeah, it was running not – roughing so that would have only been a five-yard penalty it wouldn't have been an automatic first down well, and i and i waited and waited because the official was right there and then he must have just kind of casually dropped the flag because it sure wasn't thrown up in the air well it uh, i was following the play and and uh it, it looked like we got him but i didn't see a flag i went back to washington and 
There was a flag. So and yeah, as you said, just, running in's a five-yard penalty. The punt was a pretty good punt, so you know they elected to just uh, decline it. Yeah, they just had to repunt. Anyway, looks like Wash is back in the game at quarterback. They pitch it to Washington. Bad pitch. Now West is going to get West, it. Washington got on it. I thought yeah. West was going to get it, but Washington finally fell on it. It just wasn't a good pitch. It wasn't a good pitch, and then why it kind of got out of Washington's hands and somehow back into them. So after a big loss on the play, uh, Panthers have the ball back. It's going to be about a seven or eight yard loss on first down. So it's second and long. They lead 21 0. Again, a good pitch this time out to Washington. He gets baby back to the line of scrimmage, so it's going to be third and long now. Now West is uh, playing that. Uh, their defense uh, plays that outside game a whole lot better than they did the first series. First series, it was just run at will against them. It's third and very long. Clock moving, about a minute to go in the half. Panthers lead 21-0. Back to pass goes Wash. Screen out to Liston. Breaks three or four tackles. Going to get a first down and more out midfield. Still on his feet. 30, 25, 20. Brought down inside the 20. A nice screen pass. Big gain for the Panthers. Well, Reed Listen made a bunch of guys miss. Uh, He got down the sideline, cut it back infield, and ran away from guys. And Doyle, Reed Listen did the right thing. He covered the football up and made sure it didn't get stripped. We've got a Wichita West guy down back uh, about the 35-yard line, so uh, we're going to be slowed down for just a bit. He's not moving around too much. I got, I got tickled at Reed a couple of times. He he just kept cut away from the the running back or the defensive backs, and uh, that was a good deal. That probably got him another 10 or 15 yards just by his style there. He kept going for the sideline, running away from those guys, and moving it down the field. So a good catch. Good. He made three or four guys miss at the point of attack, and uh, just a good Good pitch and catch by the Panthers to get a first down and get down inside the 20 with 37 seconds left. Well, a few real quick upstate scores for you. Blue Valley North over Gardner-Edgerton right now, 21-14. Manhattan all over Lawrence Free State right now, 21-7. Junction City over Dodge, 13-0. And Lawrence over Topeka, 28-14. Those are all teams we hope to face at some point. Again, Wash. Ball just dropped in the hands of Kavion Walker and dropped. As we said, Panthers have had some opportunities. They've done some great things, but just some uncharacteristic plays out of Derby tonight. You know, the, the one game that surprises me is Blue Valley North. You know, they, they, they come into the postseason last year, I think, with a losing record. <laughs> Ended up beating everybody, making it to the finals. They, they started out three and three and five, I believe. They're four and five now, and they're beating the number one seed, and they beat them last year. That's a tough, tough league up there, too. Wash on a keeper. He gets drugged down for about a three- or a four-yard loss. Panthers call timeout. Just, uh, again, uh, you know, some of these West guys are coming through just unblocked. I mean, they're in the backfield very quickly. Well, I'm trying to pick up a number for somebody the coach Clark was talking to uh, pretty hard there in that huddle and uh, I think he was a lineman so evidently maybe somebody missed a block on that play and uh, uh, coach Clark was letting him know about it 25 seconds left Panthers lead 21-0 
and those were some pretty interesting scores. Uh, uh, the only one that really surprised me was the uh, 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 Garner Edge score. Yeah, Blue Valley over Olathe East 10 in the second quarter. Uh, you know, the Junction City Dodge City game may be a little interesting. Uh, uh, Junction over Dodge 13 0 in the second quarter. Well, I, I uh, in my own little pea brain, I picked uh, Junction to beat Dodge uh, relatively easily. I don't know what the final score will be, and I don't know if they'll beat them, but right now I'm right. Third and 14, back to pass goes Wash. Got a man over the middle, caught by Walker. Shanahan. Touchdown, Panthers. Walker, hang on to the football. That was a nicely thrown ball by Lim Wash, and really just Walker went up for it. I mean, it went right in his hands. He's able to come down with it. As we said, Kavion's a 6'5 receiver with great hands. Nice touchdown by the Panthers. Well, we can we can kind of kind of talk about the last two balls that Kavion's had to take a uh, had a chance to catch. One was right in his hands, an easy catch, and he dropped it. That was a very difficult catch, and he came down with it for a touchdown. Yeah, caught in his hands in a lot of traffic. Very difficult catch. Extra points, good. Panthers up their lead to twenty-eight zero with nineteen seconds to go. And and you know you, you talk about that catch. He he had to catch it with both hands and he and he, he stretched that six foot three frame as far as it goes. A nice play by Kavion Walker. Well, and and you know, Panthers as we said, they're up 20, 28 to nothing. You've seen some good stuff, but it's been sloppy. I mean, there there's been more balls on the ground, more just miscues than what you'd like to see. But you know, maybe some of that's attributed to Wichita West is a pretty decent football team. Yeah, they're they're not as as uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really, you know, not going to go any, any other way. They're they're a pretty decent football team. They've got some good athletes on young athletes, and, and they're young. They're they're going to be better next year. There's no doubt about it. Now, Coach Sharks, as we uh, we've talked about, he had a, a quite a tenure at Wichita West. We know some some Donnie Brooks uh, that used to be down here in Derby with Coach Sharks. You know, he, he stayed there a while, went on to Northwest, did great things at Northwest. You got to gotta give him credit. The guy says, hey, I'm going back to Wichita West. I'm going to, uh, you know, reunite with these guys. And he's done a good job building this program back up. Yeah, he's, he's revitalized the Wichita West high school football program. There's no doubt about it. It, was, it wasn't very good when he got there. And it took him a year or two to get it going. But I think he's got it in the right direction now. Knox will be kicking off again. High end over end. It's going to go out of bounds. No, it's going to stay oh, in bounds. Be Panthers recovered it. Panthers are going to have the football. That was just a, I mean, I don't know what you call it by Wichita West. I think they they banked on the fact that the ball was going to go out of bounds, and it didn't. So Panthers are going to cover the ball at about the two-yard line. It's going to be Panther ball right there at the two, and that's exactly what happened. The receiver just kind of stood there and watched it, hoping it was going to go out of bounds. One of the Panthers came down and scooped it up at the two, so with 18 seconds, Panthers got a chance to put another one on the board before half. Wow, there's a couple of plays. You think back to Lim Wash getting the ball knocked out of his hand on the one. I'm just not thinking, and then you turn around with Wichita West. You just can't take that gamble that the ball's going to go out of bounds. It really backfires on him. Yeah, that was, that was a big mistake by the return man. Going to be first and goal from the Panthers for the Panthers at about the two-yard line. 18 seconds to go. Washington, Washington in the backfield. 
Pitch to Washington to the outside. Makes a couple guys miss. Does not quite get in. He's going to be short of the goal line. You know, they're they're forcing uh, Wash to get rid of the football quicker than he wants to. I mean, so you got to give Coach Sharts a lot of credit. They're playing that option the right way, hat on a hat. Well, this this would be a big victory for the West High Pioneers if they held Derby out. Panthers used their, I guess, their last timeout of the first half. So. And I think all Coach was doing, he used a timeout, I think, more than anything, just to stop the clock. As he called timeout, talked to the kids for two seconds, they were back out. Wichita West went on over to the sideline. So uh, Panthers really didn't need anything, I don't think, in his mind other than, hey, let's get the clock stopped with 11 seconds. Well, they still show Derby with one timeout. I thought maybe they've got another timeout. I thought they had used one prior to uh, – I, I thought they were out of timeouts. But we'll go by what the scoreboard has. It's uh, 11 seconds, Panthers lead 28-0, and they're threatening to hang another one on right before half. Wash on a keeper. Touchdown, Panthers. Yeah, I don't think there was any question. Lim Wash, once he turned his shoulders and got him squared up, he was going to pull his way into the end zone. So, man, just on a, on a, on a bad miscue by West, Derby's going to have 14 points up in the matter of uh, 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, that, and that, you're, you're definitely right. That was just a, a, a turnover of, uh, by West. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that happen. These are young kids and, you know, I'm sure he just, he just think it. That's going to bounce out of bounds like the last one did, and it didn't bounce out of bounds. The derby was all over it, so that was a gift. Extra point attempt is up, and it's good. So with seven seconds left, Panthers extend their lead to 35-0. And you know, really, it, it it's been a bit of a, the half's been a bit closer than what the score is. Oh, without question, it is. I I go back to that kick. You know, you're probably going to ask Knox, and he's going to go. What do you mean? I practiced that all the time. I, I We knew oh, what yeah, we were that doing. Was planned. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out for the Panthers that time, that's for sure. But, you know, and, and you know, here here we go. You know, we, we talked about, you know, maybe maybe uh, Lim Wash learning a lesson about the end zone where he got the ball knocked loose. I'm sure that young man that let that ball just kind of, I'm sure he's learned a good lesson there, too. Well, it doesn't always happen to you. I mean, you know, when you're playing youth football, it's not going to happen to you back ball rolling out of bounds on the on the three- or four-yard line. or You know, you just don't worry about it. But uh, you're right. I'll bet you that will never happen to that young man again. Panthers are set to kick off again. There's only seven seconds left. We're, we've seen a couple of scores by the Panthers in a just a pretty short period of time that's really – Really blown the game open. Wichita West will get it to start the second half. Knox is kicking off. It's another end-over-end kick. Went about the same place, only this time it did go out of bounds. You know, I had to chuckle because the, the West returners did the same thing. I, he just kind of stood there, and he's very fortunate that the ball goes out on about the uh, three-yard line. Going to be West Ball first and ten from the thirty-five. You know, and I I don't know. I know that uh, Simmons kicked a short kick. That uh, I don't know whether that was upsetting to Coach Clark or you know we know Simmons has had battled some hamstring injuries and maybe the long kicks uh, are hampering him a little bit. But Knox has kicked the last uh, couple. And Adler's not I don't believe healthy enough to start kicking for the Panthers yet. I, I he got a lot of he got a lot of offensive playing time in. 
more than I thought he would in the first half. Yeah, uh, and I'd be Adler. surprised if we see any more Grant Adler. I mean, you know, you run on that ankle, and it could stiffen up on him a little, too. Give straight back on the handoff. Going to pick up four, maybe five yards. That's going to end the first half. Panthers are going to go in at halftime, leading in this one big, 35-0. And, uh, you know, it was 21-0 with about a minute and a half to go still with about a minute and a half to go in the half. So Panthers scored a couple of times, and again, that kind of kind of opened the game up. Well, it tells you how, how Derby gets things done. I mean, you know, we're sitting here talking about it maybe being a sloppy first half of football, but you got 35 points on the board. You haven't – West really hasn't threatened much. So, you know, Panthers are uh, just chugging along like they normally do. And they leave the field in a group like they normally do there. I – and the band is coming on. They are probably – they're getting timed for 40-yard dashes, I think. They're running really fast. They're, they're going to put on a pretty good show, as they always do, the Derby High School band. Yeah, they did. They ran out on the field. They're probably thinking, man, if we run out there fast, it'll warm us up a little bit. So we said uh, lucky that the wind isn't any stronger than it is, but it's a chilly night here at Panther Stadium. It, it is chilly, and, and like I said, we're fortunate enough to be up here in this uh, press box and and, you know, it's it's uh, good and toasty warm. Again, we got John Killen working the boilers up here, and, and uh, he's he's taking care of business. But I think it got even too hot for him because he, he left just a little bit ago. Adore, we got another score at halftime now. Manhattan all over Lawrence Free State, 28-7. to that, that game means a lot to us because Derby will play the winner of that ball game. We, we thought that uh, Manhattan was pretty tough, and we thought – Hey, Lawrence Free State's always tough, but uh, right now it uh, looks like it's getting owned by Manhattan. Yeah, and, and that, that was, you know, that, again, I, I'm i not a smart guy, but I kind of picked Manhattan to – I didn't know how bad they'd beat uh, uh, Free State, but I kind of picked Manhattan over Free State. And Well, that's something that, you know, four or five weeks ago we started asking Coach Clark, well, who looks good in other brackets? And the first name that popped out of his mouth is Manhattan. So, you know, you got to uh, – you got to pay attention. To, uh, those coaches know what's going on around the state. I, I think we might have played Manhattan last year in the semifinals. It was a very close game, kind of like the Carroll game was this year, like twenty-four to six or something like that. It was a very close game. So, you know, yeah, those coaches they keep an eye on that stuff. They know what's going on around the state, and uh, you know, it, it's probably not going to surprise them at all that uh, Manhattan is possibly who we're going to play next week. Yeah, and Manhattan comes in with a – I know uh, one of the guys up here that uh, is helping with stats for Coach Clark and stuff, that's his nephew at Manhattan, and he's just a, a, a junior this year. So he started last year as a sophomore. And, uh, we were just talking to him before the game. He goes, hey, if my nephew comes back up here, he's got over 1,000 yards rushing on the season at quarterback. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Panthers lead this one 35-0. This is Panther football on a live 105. We'll be back. 
Looking forward to that new movie release? Derby Plaza Theaters, located at 1200 North Nelson Drive, providing seven different screens for your viewing pleasure. Offering matinee and evening view times and their concession menus that can be seen on their website, derbyplazatheaters.com. Derby Plaza Theaters, locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186 proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a live 105 in Derby Panther Football. Making plans for the special day? Paz Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. El Paso Animal Hospital has been serving Derby, Wichita, and surrounding areas since 1978, providing a large array of diagnostic, surgical, medical, and boarding services all in one convenient location. Walk-in appointments are accepted for routine care, but for surgery or boarding arrangements, they can be reached at 251-0617. More information can be located on their website, elpasoanimalhospital.com. 
El Paso Animal Hospital is located at 841 North Buckner Street and is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby leads this one 35-0 uh, in, a, in a first half that, you know, really it, it, up until the last minute and a half, two minutes, it was a fairly close ball game. It was 21-0. Then all of a sudden, the Panthers put one in the end zone on a great catch by Kavion Walker. And then the ensuing kickoff, the West High player just kind of watches the ball, thinking it's going to go out of bounds. Panthers recover it on the two-yard line, and then they put another one in with seven seconds left in the in the first half. So the game went from from uh, you know fairly close to uh, where it's at now at 35-0, very very quickly. Well, now, you know, I bounced over into the other other part of the press box and was visiting with a couple of the the coaches who are still hanging around here and said, hey, you know, uh, what, what's your take? And they said the same thing. They said, hey, we're up. We've had some sloppy play. And I and I kind of confirmed. I said, you know, the limb wash deal, was he, you know, we couldn't tell exactly. Was he across? Was he? He says, no, we think he fumbled on the one. He said two different angles that they've looked at. And I'm sure they looked at it from the big TV down below. And they said, you know, just – one of those plays that you you know Lim wishes he had it back. I guarantee you, he looked. He thought he had an easy walk in for a touchdown. And the West High guy, give him credit. I mean, he came from behind, punched the ball out. And unfortunately, as you said, for the Panthers, it went out of the end zone and forced a touchback. Well, yeah, and, and you know the, the West they they dodged a bullet there, but then they gave us another one late in the first half, and uh, you know so it's kind of a tit for tat thing because uh, we got that touchdown right back, but. You know, again, it was a it was a pretty good ball game, pretty close ball game to the last minute and a half, two minutes of the half. Well, and I think when we get into the stats here, it'll kind of show that uh, some of that uh, that we're talking about. First downs, big, led by the Panthers, 20 first downs. Wichita West, eight in the first half. And, and you know, that's probably more first downs than a team's had against Derby in a long time. Absolutely. In one half, that's absolutely correct. Panthers, uh, 133 yards on the ground, averaging 4.8 yards. That's holding us way below our average. Wichita West on 18 touches, 44 yards, at 2.4 yards a carry. So the Derby defense is still doing what they're doing, but really Wichita West has uh, kept us under our average rush per yards uh, quite well. Well, I know the Derby defense, you know, they've given up a couple fairly good runs. They give one up to Saunders for 10 or 12 yards and one up to somebody else for 8 or 10. But, uh, you know, other than that, uh, the defense has held these guys to little or no gain on their running plays. In passes, uh, Panthers throwing the ball a little more here in the first half than they have in the, in, uh, the last few weeks. Uh, 9 for 15, 191 yards, while Wichita West just 3 for 6 for 27 yards. Total yards right now on 44 attempts, the Panthers 324 on 24 attempts for Wichita West, just 71 yards of offense. So good, good defense by the Panthers. And again, to get back to you know this is obviously radio, and you can't see this stuff. But the the catch by Kavion uh, uh, Walker for a touchdown, the catch and run by Reed Liston, uh, the the catch by Reed for a touchdown. Those were three plays that uh, you know were excellent, excellent plays by the Panthers. And uh, you know it, it, they all had good. Good uh, endings to them. Man, the, the, the big glaring stat really for both teams right now is turnovers. Panthers have turned the ball over three times in the first half, which taught West twice. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, and I'm sure you'll agree with this, uh, Coach Clark will not be happy about the turnovers. That'll be 
probably one of the things they emphasize in the second half or for the second half is take care of the football, gentlemen. Well, I think you're going to see a more lively halftime conversation by the coaching staff this week than you've seen in several weeks, no doubt. Individual stats, uh, Grant Adler coming off the injury. Uh, nice night. I think we're done seeing Grant tonight. But six for 10, 106 yards. Lim Wash, three for five for 85. On the receiving end, Reed Liston has three catches for 84 and a touchdown. Jacob Karsak, one for 46. Trey Washington, three for 32. And Kavian Walker, two for 29. And a nice touchdown there late in the second half. Rushing, uh, Trey Washington, 15 for 81. Grant Adler, four carries for 45 yards. And Lim Wash, six carries for 16 yards. Again, in the first half, total yards by the Panthers, 324 yards. Yeah, and and I think you're right. Uh, The first drive we had, uh, it was pretty much all Trey Washington all the way from where we started to the end zone. And then it seemed like Wichita West kind of changed their defense a little bit, started doing some things a little bit more aggressively and and uh, they they you know they they slowed this panther running attack down but uh, you know then they had to deal with the passing attack well as you said washington has 81 yards on 15 touches and i bet you that 70 of that came in the first series cuz he was just chewing up big yards and uh, west has done a good job of slowing that down they and they have but the uh, panthers have been steady they've been uh, just rock steady it, it's just been if, if they have to go three yards at a time, they've been doing it. So, uh, you know, it's been a pretty good first half for the Panther offense and a, and a darn good first half for the Panther defense. Oh, this Panther defense has just been lights out all year. And again, to hold it, uh, an opponent to under 100 yards in the first half, I don't think uh, Coach Wietrich's going to be too upset with that. Panthers lead at halftime, 35-0. This is Panther football on Alive 105. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore is here for all your car needs offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement and repair of mechanical issues Biddle's is always there Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther football. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sport leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. 
For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. There's nothing quite like a cool dip in the pool on a hot summer day in Kansas. Express Water and Hardscapes is your local swimming pool contractor and a proud community sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. They feature custom-designed swimming pools, splash pads, and hardscaping to tie it all together. Express Water and Hardscapes is open Monday through Saturday from 7 to 5, and they can be reached at 393-5740 for construction quotes. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1985, DMV Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services the DMV Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DMV Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium uh, where Derby leads this one 35 to nothing. Uh, there's about a minute and a half to go for the uh, in the obligatory warm-up period, the three-minute warm-up, warm-up period. Again, Panthers lead this with 35-0 and uh, we're going to try to get some scores throughout the rest of the ball game for you to kind of keep you guys uh, uh, up to date on the uh, games in 6A. Uh, so far, we've had some pretty good uh, scores brought to us, some interesting scores, and uh, it'd just be nice to – and we'll try to bring those to you as the game progresses. Well, I, I know I was talking to some of the guys over there, so uh, – Blue Valley North, I'm understanding, you know, that game was, was pretty close at 21-14. And now I, I'm being told the Gardner Edge is starting to pull away from Blue Valley North. So we'll see if we uh, have that. Uh, again, talking to the guys over there, uh, one of the uh, one of our uh, guys up at the booth got a nephew over at Manhattan. And he said, hey, I'm not surprised at all. We uh, thought that uh, Manhattan was a much better team than Lawrence or Lawrence Free State. Rumor had it that Lawrence Free State may be a little bit soft this year compared to, to past years. So 
Looks like uh, if all things hold out the way they look right now, we'll see Manhattan coming to Derby next week. Yeah, Manhattan, they, they've lost the game. I, I'm trying to remember. I think Topeka High beat them early. And uh, then Junction City turned around and beat Topeka High. And Manhattan beat Junction City. It's one, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird deal, but I think that's how it went for those three teams. And uh, now they're all three in the playoffs with uh, uh, Junction City playing Dodge City. Topeka High is playing, I believe they're playing Lawrence. And, uh, you know, that Manhattan and Free State are hooked up. You know, I'm looking down on the field uh, and seeing if I even see Grant Adler down there right now. I know that the, it looked like his ankle was starting to stiffen up a little bit on him. And uh, I, I know that we for sure saw the end of Grant Adler tonight. I think he may be coming out now with a, with a warm-up jacket on and a uh, little bit of a limp to him. Well, I, you know, I noticed that the last time when the Panthers were huddling, Right before they scored the second time, he kind of went out to the gut about halfway and then turned and stopped and uh, went back to the sideline. So I'm not surprised. Yes, he's got ice on his ankle. And, again, that may be by design. Like I said, we thought he would only play two or three series. and I'm sure it's also very precautionary. Kicking off for the Panthers, being taken at about the 10-yard line, driven out of bounds. By Searing, I think. It looked like it was Deshaun Wright on the play for the Panthers. Now, much better kick for the Panthers that time. It uh, was driven back, and they got downfield. So, ball's going to be on about the 20, just past the 25. Panthers lead 35-0. West has it on their own. It's like 25-yard line, just, just out past the 25. We'll see if if West does anything different here in the second half offensively. Just a straight straight run by the quarterback. He gets nowhere. Don't even know if he got back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looks like getting up off the bottom of the pile again is Dorsey and, and uh, Searing. So, you know, I think it was a, if it might have been an option with Panthers again. You, you just coach that thing, hat on a hat. Panthers did a great job that time. Nowhere to run at all. He's... Uh, going to pick up about a yard looks like the quarterback is uh jeremiah brown right now but that could change any time for west they have a revolving door in the backfield caught and dropped good coverage out there by terry ginyard yeah, a little slant route that time and you're right it was in his hands but i think ginyard just stripped it loose from him and it's going to fall incomplete and, and i i didn't mean that uh revolving door comment derogatorily it's just west they they seem to substitute just about every player running back or the quarterback so they've got a lot of skill players that they get in the ball game well in nine games west threw the ball 50 times they've thrown it seven now tonight panthers showing blitz hit quentin saunders by the blitz it looked like the blitzing linebacker was noel and he hit him immediately uh, you're right. That was just called, you know, a great, uh, great defensive call by the coaching staff because as he came through, Noel met him uh, heads on. And now a lot of times that blitzing guy, it doesn't work that way. It's going to be fourth down and about eight. So the Panthers are going to get the ball back with a 10:40 to go here in the third quarter. They lead 35-0. Ginyard and Washington are back. Nice, kind of a knuckleball 
Panthers get out of the way, and it looks like Washington kind of jumped on it at the 45, so excellent field position for the Panthers starting this possession. That was kind of a weird ball. I think he let it go, and then, if anything, I think it hit a West player, and and, uh, Washington falls on the football, but you're right. Derby's going to have good field position to start this second half. I just kind of keep watching uh, Grant Adler. We we hope he didn't overdo it tonight because he sure he sure ran the ball well and he passed the ball well while he was in the game. Back to pass, caught by Walker, short of the first down. Now he's going to get past the first down into West Territory at about the forty. Well, no, about the thirty-seven yard line. I like the way Kavion Walker's played the last three or four weeks. He gets up hobbled though. That's another. That's a guy we don't want to see uh, injured for sure. But Walker is, uh, and he's just spot for some good yards. He's starting to jog a little better now. So let's hope it was a, a bit of a cramp or something. Drake Thatcher goes in the ball game to replace him. Wash on a keeper comes to the near side, gets down around the thirty-yard line. So he's going to pick up maybe six on first down. Yeah, Walker's just played so well, uh, making nice catches that time. Looked like he was going to be just shy of the first down, and he fights and picks up a, a lot of extra yardage, but uh, comes up uh, hobbling off the field. We already have Davin Sims. He hasn't played in about three or four weeks. He's one of our wide receivers, and he's hurt. Back to pass again. Caught. Looked like Reed Liston made a good move, got down about to 20 first down Panthers. And I'm watching Walker. He looks like uh, no one's really paying any attention to him. He seems to be walking okay, so hopefully it was just a stinger or something very quick. First and 10 Panthers on the 20-yard line of West High. Lim's throwing the ball very well tonight. Back to pass again goes Wash. It's going to be a screen pass just out of the reach of Larson. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, really, Derby's tried that screen pass three or four times. West has played it very, very well. It's going to be second and 10. From the 20, Panthers lead 35-0. Clock stopped with 9.08 to go in the third. And they're threatening on second down. Washington picks up maybe four on second down. Again, Panthers had those massive line splits and that's exactly where Washington ran. Yeah, he picked up pretty good yardage. This West team, uh, they don't give up. They they follow the play to the very end. They kind of got Washington from behind from backside pursuit. Third down and about six. Back to pass. And the ball was knocked down at the line of scrimmage, it looked like. It was intended for Reed Liston out, and he was open. That's going to bring up a fourth down situation for the Panthers. Panthers will go for it on fourth down. They got about six yards to go. They got to get down to about the uh, the ten yard line, and the ball's setting on the sixteen yard line. Clock yeah. stopped with the incompletion. And yeah, we'll see if Coach Clark uh, gets uh, into the playbook here, or if he just goes with uh, an option play. An option to Washington. He's going to get a first, or close to the first down, still on his feet, and extra effort gets him inside the 10 
for a first down. And I'm with you. It looked like right at first he was going to get the first down easily, but West again collapsed in on him. And if it's not for Washington's uh, second effort, uh, he's going to be held up short of the first. Got inside the 10 to the 9, so first and goal, Panthers. 8.20 to go in the third quarter. They lead 35-0 and are threatening to extend that lead. Intended out there for Larson, who fell down in the end zone. Yeah, I was looking out there, and I think the official made the right call. I think he just kind of fell. At first, I thought maybe he was pushed, but uh, good call by the officials. Going to be second down and goal now. Ball on the nine. Panthers lead big, 35-0. Washington, big hole, down close to the goal line, didn't quite get in. You know, again, that was the big line splits. It it always amazes me how easily we run through that. Again, there's a massive, massive split between the center and the guard, the right guard. That's exactly where the play goes. Now, you know what happened, too, though. Kevin Washington made a... Great block to open up that hole for Trey Washington to run through. Touchdown, Panthers. They now lead 41-0 with 7.45 to go in the third quarter. I see Walker coming out onto the field for the extra point. Uh, just a tiny bit of a limp to him. Now we need to get we need to get well at our wide receiver. I mean, we've got several good wide receivers, but, you know, we had four starters. We're down to, I think, two now. Now and, Larson's uh, been banged up part of the year. I mean, as you said, Sims has missed a ton of ball games, and the extra points good. So Simmons is again spot on tonight. I think, if I can remember right, I think he was like forty nine out of fifty two coming into this ball game, and a couple of those misses weren't his fault. And uh, you know, he he's just been an excellent kicker for us this year. We couldn't have we couldn't have ordered one off Amazon any better than him. <laughs> well, you know, I go back to that uh, wide splits on. Uh, you said it between our center and guard was a big gap. And I looked up and Kevin Washington had just driven his guy outside the hole. And I'm sure Trey Washington says, Hey, I'll take it big guy. And he uh, easily puts the, the, the ball into the end zone. You know, when, when we say massive splits, we're talking six, seven feet. <laughs> it's, it's not just a foot or two. It's, it's six or seven feet. And it's usually between the center and a guard. Once in a while, the, the the tackles will split out, but uh, most of the time it's the center and the guard, and they're just massive line splits. Panthers lead 42-0 with 7.45 to go. They will be kicking off. West High's deep man is standing at about the 8-yard line. Now the last kick uh, by Knox was, was fairly deep. Knox is the kicker. He approaches. Going to be taken at about the 25 by one of the up men. He's hit immediately, and the ball's loose. Panthers pick it up. It's loose still. Still loose. And I think the Panthers, they say they've got it. Wow, and you know that was just one of those. The ball came loose. Panthers had it. The Panthers lose it. And uh, finally, the Panthers come up with football. 
Panthers had great coverage on the kick. The, the guy received it at about the 25. That's as far as he got. The ball got knocked loose. Reed Liston finally came up with it. One of the Panthers picked it up, and he lost it. And then I believe it was Reed Liston that finally came up with it. First and goal just outside the five-yard line. So here's another one of those quick scores by the Panthers, and that should get the running clock going. Yeah, that happened very quickly again. Back to pass. Just a little bit out of the reach. It looked like it was intended for Larson. It was a nice slant play. Just just out of his reach. Yeah, and I think Aaron, he's kind of coming up, you know, and I and I think Aaron Aaron knows he could have gone to that football and had six points. He was hit immediately, but uh those are balls you want to come up with. Second goal, Panthers lead 42-0. Wash on a keeper. Touchdown, Panthers. Just a nice little dance into the end zone by Wash. Panthers go up now 48-0 with 7.27 to go in the third. Well, Lim did a great job of reading the play that time. It was, uh, again, an option situation. They bit hard on uh, Trey Washington. He's able to cut inside to uh, – Make a, the score uh, 48 to nothing, and uh, that will get us into the running clock. Extra point attempt by Simmons coming up. A little bit of a low snap, but it was handled very well by Larson. Sims, Sims bangs it through. It's now 49-0. Panthers with 7.27 to go in the third quarter. Well, what you got to like about that is that uh, she said the snap wasn't perfect. Simmons took the time to stop and still kick the ball through, so no panic by uh, the extra point team. And, and that that's that's what I've noticed, you know, throughout the year. You know, Simmons, he was I think he was a little bit nervous when we played Garden City, and uh, but now I've noticed that when the ball, you know, Larson does a great job getting the ball down for him to kick it, and he doesn't use a tee. So, you know, he, he does a great job, and, uh, you know, it's just a pretty good – they got a pretty good working relationship, I guess. I don't know how else to put it, uh, between the center, the guy, the long snapper, the holder, and the kicker. Yeah, and they practice it an awful lot. I mean, it's not something that – you know, you see a lot of high school teams that, hey, five minutes at the end of practice, let's go work on our extra point. It doesn't work that way at Derby. Clock's moving already. I didn't think it would start till the ball was kicked, but it's running right now. Panthers lead 49 to nothing. Knox hits one taken at about the 13-yard line by the deep man. Gets to the outside and finally run out of bounds at about the 30-yard line, maybe a little past the 30-yard line. That's where West will have it first and 10. Well, what you got to like about this West Charts uh, football team is they're young. I mean, they've got some really good athletes, but you have not seen the shoulder pads slump over. You haven't seen these kids give up at all. You saw it on that kick return. Looked like Derby had him pinned back five yards from where he got to. You see a lot of heart out of these guys. Wholesale changes by the Panthers. I believe these are the number twos in right now. Getting to the outside is the running back. He gets run out of bounds short of the first down. That was uh, Jamarian Nelson on the carry. You know, I go back to Coach Schartz. Uh, several, several years ago, I saw him out in public and, you know, 
I think I told you that day, man, Weston Sharks was very complimentary of the Derby Panthers. I mean, he's a, he's a diehard uh, Wichita coach, but he said, man, you can't say enough about uh, what Derby does. Second down, straight ahead, goes to the fullback. Ronnie Thomas, very little gain, maybe a couple. It's going to be third down and six. You're you're exactly right. Panthers have cleared the benches again. This is uh, it's very. I mean, it's it's just been the norm for the Panthers. The second half, we're getting a lot of reserves in. Forty nine zero, five thirty to go. Clock moving. It's a running clock. Again, third down and six. Back to pass. Got a man in the flat, wide open, complete, 50, 40, knocked out of bounds at about the 39-yard line by the Panthers' Amare Ramirez. And Ramirez is one of those guys that does see a, a fair amount of time with the first unit. So uh, they just uh, found a soft spot in the secondary and uh, made a nice gain out of it. And again... Uh, West has probably thrown the ball more tonight. They're, they've thrown it more than they average or have averaged per game tonight. Jeremiah Moore is the quarterback. He gives it to Quentin Saunders, who gets to the outside, makes a couple of guys miss, and picks up about three on first down. You know, when you get into these reserves playing, it, it bodes well for the Panthers for, you know, experience for next year. You know, I, I told someone, they go, well, how does Derby do it? You got kids that are seniors that didn't play a lot as juniors. And I said, hey, they get a lot of action in it. Your seniors are, are a lot of times your success of your program. Second and about seven for the Pioneers. Clock moving. They're on the Panther, inside the Panther. 35 on a keeper quarterback goes straight up the middle he gets down close to a first down that was jeremiah moore on the carry it'll be a first down for the pioneers they're on the panther 25 now they trail 49-0 clock moving 335 left in the third well, how many times this year have you seen teams get down by three or four and you just see the, 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 the emotions on the field that they've just given up and you're not seeing that out of West? Quentin Saunders gets six or seven hard yards straight up the middle on first down. Now, Saunders one of those guys we talked about. He's a wrestler. I mean, you know, he, he's done phenomenal things, but I think I read an article about him last year in the paper that even with all of his wrestling accolades, football was the sport he really loves. He's only a sophomore, and so he's got going to be playing a whole lot more games for Wichita West in the future. Yeah, a lot, a lot of youth on this Wichita West team. And again, they give it balls on the ground. The keeper, the quarterback, he started to hand it to Saunders, and he kept it, put it on the ground, but he managed to pick it up, and he got maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Back into a running clock situation, Doyle. I, I, you know, I talked about it uh, earlier in the week. I think I, I, Garden City, we didn't go to a running clock, and Carroll, we didn't. I think short of that, we've been in a running clock situation every week. Moore is the quarterback. They give it to the tailback. He gets tripped up, and he's going to go down short of the first down, I believe. It's going to be fourth down and two, three yards to go. Here, one, three, down, four. 
Nelson on the carry. So it's fourth down and three. So this would be a nice nice way to start for the Panther defense if they can hold him here on fourth down. Yeah, I think in the first half, Wichita West only had 70-some yards total offense. So Panthers uh, have done a good job bottling up uh, the Pioneers. And they give it on a going to be straight up the middle touchdown West High. Well, he just cut off tackle, found a big hole, and, and was able to take it into the end zone. Going to be 49-6 with their extra point to follow. They get on the board with 120 to go, and the clock's still moving. See, again, this is a variation that we were told it stops for timeouts and scores, but it's still going. So I I don't know how it works. I I don't even want to say. I'll just watch what's happening. (laughs) Extra point attempt. It's up. It looks good, and it is. So with under a minute to go in the third quarter, West trails now 49-7. And I would imagine, I, I don't know that they'll get a, have to kick off before the end of the quarter. They may have to, but that would be all it would be. Is uh, this, this Baron kid, 6'1", 245 pounds. He's the punter, the kicker. You know, we said he kind of, his kicks are almost old school. I mean, they're almost straight ahead, but the, the young man's got a good leg. Got a very good leg. I mean, he, he put that one through, and it, it traveled a long ways before it hit the ground. So there's no there's no uh, clock. So this may be have been the last play of the third quarter. This down to under 15 seconds right now. So Panthers lead 49-7 at the end of the third quarter. This is Panther football. On a live 105, we'll be back. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on a live 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. And we're back at Panther Stadium, uh, starting the fourth quarter. It's 49-7, Panthers over the West High Pioneers. West just scored. They'll kick off here to start the fourth quarter. Again, we're in a running clock situation, and I'm not going to say it's starting to run right now, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not real sure what the rules are, so we'll just say it's running. Just a kick on the ground, picked up. It looks like Dylan Edwards, 20 Runs hard, now changes his direction, comes back to the near side, gets out to about the 27-yard line. So nice return by Dylan Edwards. And I, I, you know, we're having trouble getting some of our scores now, but one of the coaches just came through and said, uh, back to Blue to Blue Valley North, they're back up on Gardner Edge now, 34-27. So sounds like a heck of a ball game uh, out east. Doesn't sound like there's much defense on either team. Anyway, it's uh, first and ten for the Panthers. That I'm not sure. I'm I'm going to guess Mercer Thatcher will be the quarterback, and he is. Dylan Edwards will be the tailback. 
He's in the ball game. He's just a freshman. They give it to Dylan. He gets to the outside, makes a guy miss, going to pick up. He runs hard for a little guy, and I'm telling you, he just picked up three, four very hard yards. Yeah, Dylan definitely runs hard. We laughed about it the first week we saw him in Garden City. It's like, and this kid has to be, if he's 145 pounds soaking wet, but he runs like he's 185 pounds. He runs very hard. He runs angry. Yeah, he's going to be the future. Uh, I mean, we're going to see Dylan Edwards for – three more years after this, so that's a good thing to have in the backfield. Clock moving, about 10-15 left in the ballgame. Panthers lead this one 49-7. Again, Edwards inside. Going to get pick up a couple more yards, so it's going to be third down and about three for the Panthers. And I don't know that you'll see Thatcher get too fancy back there. I know Derby would like to pick up a couple of first downs here and and uh, in this ball game, but uh, third net, it's third and three now, and that's that's what it'll take. Panthers pick up a couple first downs and just kind of get a little bit of a drive going, and that'll end this ball game, and we can get into the locker room and think about next week. Panthers are definitely going to advance to the quarterfinals. They will be ten and zero after today. Quick pass by Thatcher. Looks like it was caught. He did. He, and he, it was he caught for a first down. He, he hooked up, I think, to Jameer Clemens. So, you know, I was wrong. He hooks up for a first down for the Panthers. Nice, uh, nice first down pitch and catch. Yeah, that that'll just uh, keep the drive alive. Clemens, another sophomore, five ten, hundred fifty five pounds. Mercer Mercer Thatcher, a sophomore. Dylan Edwards, a freshman. There's a lot of sophomores out there on the field right now and getting a lot of as we said a lot of varsity playing experience on a friday Back night pass just a little bit short pass was intended out there for josh smith well my mistake we have we have two Number 89s. We believe that was Drake Thatcher, the intended receiver. Uh, just a reminder: all of uh, this season's ball games uh, are available on Spotify or Apple Podcasts after 10 o'clock. So you can listen to tonight's ball game or any of the Panther ball games. Uh, they're all archived uh, on that. Uh... Second and ten, the pass falls incomplete. It was intended for was intended for Jameer Clemens. As we we're saying, they're all available on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I know we have a lot of people that like to listen to those, or you know, the kids get home, or grandparents like to hear about it. So, uh, you know, tune in and uh, listen to, to your favorite uh, Panther football game. Third and long for the Panthers. They have to get down to the West 49-yard line for a first down. They've attempted two passes. One was short, and one was kind of thrown into traffic. Back to pass again, a little screen pass over the top, and it was looked like it hit one of the Panther linemen, and then it fell incomplete, so it's going to be fourth down and long for the Panthers. And I think you're right. It did hit one of our linemen, so fourth down situation. I don't know that you're going to see the punt team out. We'll see. 
looked like it was it was a little wheel route by Edwards, and it just it, again it hit it bounced off one of our linemen. It looked like one of our linemen and fell incomplete. The Panthers are going to go for it on fourth down from the forty-one. Now I think the, the your punt team it's going to be hard to assemble them uh, late in the ball game like this. West jumped offside, so that's going to help the Panthers a little bit. It's going to make it fourth down and five, so that's a little more manageable for the Panthers. Now West still has their starters in the ball game. Thatcher just delivers a little bit different cadence than did Adler or Wash. Panthers lead 49-7. You know, I got to kind of, you look down and uh, you see Lem Wash and Grant Adler. Adler's had some ice around his ankle and his letter jacket on that is so filled up with patches, you couldn't tell it's a letter jacket. But uh, you saw Wash's arm around Adler. That's pretty neat to see your, both your quarterbacks down there chatting it up uh, late in the ball game. Well, you know, look look at their, you know, Adler's over six foot. Wash has got to be close to six foot because uh, they're, they look pretty Pretty good standing there. I think Adler's right at 6'2", 6'3", if I'm not mistaken. Well, Wash isn't too far behind him. No. Looks looks like the Panthers are going to give that five yards they just got right back, so it's going to be now fourth down and ten. Well, the, the, the one thing is about a minute and a half to run off the clock during this period. Panthers lead 49-7. They'll be down right around five minutes when this play is ran. Panthers trying to get a play on the sidelines, from the sidelines. Now it looks like they're ready. West is showing blitz. Caught out in the flat, a little screen pass. It's going to be short of the first down out to the 49-yard line. Pass was caught out there by Braden Thummel. And nearly picked up enough yardage for the first down. Uh, we'll see if West, uh, what West does here. I, I don't know. You'll see him get real fancy. But, again, you got some seniors on this uh, team that uh, this is their last football game. Uh, they've, you know, got, they've still got their starters on the field. Right. That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, I think some cases they're seniors. These kids have battled tonight. Yeah. They didn't. They never threw in the towel. They have battled all night. Start, start to this point, they have battled. Saunders picked up the loose football, being chased, made a couple Panthers miss, and he's going to lose a yard or two. Good pursuit by the Panther defense. You know, I I, I don't know. In a situation like this, you, I, I think you let some of those seniors finish out the year. You you really do. It's like, hey, it's uh, for a lot of the kids, it's going to be their last time. They're not going to go on to play college ball, so you let them finish. Quarterback is still, it looks like, more. He's just a sophomore. Handed off. Panthers played that one pretty well. Then he cut up and got a little alley and picked up two, maybe three yards. That was uh, Xavion Clark. It's been a quick, uh, really a quick ball game. It just run along smooth and. You know, we're shy at 9 o'clock here, and we got three minutes left in the football game. Of course, Clark, running clock doesn't hurt. Clark's another sophomore. So th- this is definitely a young Wichita West team, and, uh, you know, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with next year in the city. Third down and eight. Back to pass. Goes Moore. Got a man open. Caught. Nice catch. 
brought down right around the 10-yard line by the Panther defensive back. Looks like Mettinger finally brought him down, but that was a nicely thrown football. It's going to be first and 10 for Wichita West, deep in Panther territory. For the Pioneers at the Panther 10. Panthers are running one in and one off. We're gonna probably going to get caught. Too many men on the field. So that's going to be a penalty. We substituted very late. That I think anyone in the in the in the house saw that one that was going to happen. Panthers, uh, if if anything you gain out of it with the running clock, it just eats up more time. Well, there's two minutes to go. Panthers lead 49-7, but uh, the ball's on the five-yard line. West is threatening to score again. They give it to Saunders. He gets hit and driven back. Might have lost a yard. It's going to be second down and goal. 145 left in the ball game. Again, Panthers lead this one 49-7. They got up they got up 49-0 and called off the dogs in the third quarter. Panthers twos and threes have played pretty well. Again, just a handoff inside. Panthers stuffed that one. Gonna lose maybe another yard. I think what you're kind of seeing here, too, is Coach Schartz is, is uh, leaving some of those guys out, but I think he's called off the dogs, too. Well, he certainly hadn't tried anything fancy the last couple of plays. It's just been plays running in between the tackles. and uh, So, yeah, you're right. He hasn't tried anything fancy. Going to be third down and goal from the 10-yard line with under a minute left in the ball game. Back to pass. He's got a man out in the flat, caught, and immediately stopped. So it's going to be fourth down and goal from about the nine-yard line. I don't think West, uh, they may get another playoff. They don't have to. It just seems like uh, they're, they're pretty slow calling in. There's only 23 seconds left here. 20 seconds to go. Panthers lead 49-7. They're going to go on to the quarterfinals. It looks like they're going to be playing uh, Manhattan High School, the Indians, they're going to be playing them right here in Panther Stadium, and that's going to should be a very good ball game. Panthers it looked like jumped offside. That's going to be that's going to end the ball game with the running <laughs> clock. So Panthers are going to win this one, forty-nine to seven. Oh, it looks like it looks like they're going to get one more untimed play. So West is going to bring their offense back on the field. They had. Went to the sidelines. They're going to bring him back on the field. It's going to be fourth down from about the four-yard line. Yeah, no time left on the clock, but being that it was on the defense, they're going to get one untimed down here. What needs to happen is just catch it and take a knee, but I don't know that we'll see. Now back to pass. Goes the quarterback. Touchdown, Wichita West. Well, they found a guy open in the end zone. Again, I don't hold anything against West scoring there. I really don't. I think, you know, at, at this juncture of the ball game, you know, fair is fair. 
going to be 49-13. Panthers are going to advance on. West is going to end their season at six and four. And uh, again, they're a very young team, and they put on a good they, they put they put on a good show tonight. Which yeah, West? They they gave Derby a challenge. I mean, they they made Derby work for some things. You know, yes, we went to a running clock, but. You know, Derby, you never saw West give up. I, I, not one bit of it. We saw a little bit of, you know, maybe give up in the Mays game, a team that was undefeated coming into town. You just saw the kids go, hey, I'm, I'm emotionally and physically beat. These guys are young, and, uh, you know, I'm not going to be surprised to see Wichita West be another formidable opponent next year for the Panthers. Well, they had uh, they had their whole, whole backfield at one time was, was sophomores, and so that, that just tells you, their skilled positions, anyway, uh, are they're pretty young, and uh, they perform pretty well. The Panthers just, you know, the Panthers just way better than they are, and uh, but they did play hard, they tried hard, and like you said, that I, I didn't see any give up in them. So that's a tribute to Coach Sharts and and the program he's put together and the programs he's had for years and years. So you know, it, it was a good ball game. Panthers are going to win this one, as I said, forty nine to thirteen, and. Uh, uh, they're going to advance on. We think they're going to be playing Manhattan, and uh, it'll be interesting how that ball game goes. That'll be a lot different. Yeah, we got a few scores here, Doyle. Uh, you know, it's uh, trying to get into game scores that are that are relevant to where we're at. We'll try and get those for you here, with, and when we come back from the break. Well, this is this is Panther football. On a live 105 KDKQ, Panthers win this one 49-13. We'll be back. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive 105kdkq.com. Look out, this week on the program, not only do we have a top five flashback, but the whole program is going to be dedicated to top five flashbacks from six different years. We'll have two from the 70s, two from the 80s, and two from the early 90s. If you don't feel old when the program starts, you should by the time it's over. Join me, Larry Wade, for Christian Music Oldies this week on Streets of Gold. Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. Hey, I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. The iconic Brenda Lee shares how your life can have impact in ways you may never imagine. And in my flat jacket, I used to have stacks of your CDs. And a bullet came through the window and it went right into the CDs. He said, so you saved my life. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith. Saturday, 6 to noon and weekday mornings, 6 to 9 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this week for worship as I play the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. This week, we're going to have a great time singing along with music from Hillsong Young and Free, Passion, Crowder, Worship Central, Michael W. Smith, and so many more. Don't miss a moment of this week's Worship with Andy Christman. Worship with Andy Christman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. 
it's Shawn Michaels, and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. And this week, For Him talks about their musical influences. The Ragamuffin Band shares an amusing story about the late Rich Mullins. And we'll get inside the music with Jackie Velasquez. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Hello there, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. Some great artists stopping by this weekend, including Jordan Feliz, Darren Mulligan from We Are Messengers will stop by. So will the band Skillet, can't wait for that. And Lauren Daigle will be here too. She'll share about how she got her start in music. We'll give you a chance to win Big Daddy Weave's CD, When the Light Comes. We'll hear future hits from the actors and Skillet and find out what the top 20 songs in the country are too. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105. Music that's good for you. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby just knocked off Wichita West 49-13 in a game that, uh, you know, was was contested by West. Panthers were just better tonight. Uh, and they advance on to the quarterfinals uh, next week against probably Manhattan. That's what we're going to guess anyway. And uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how that game ends up and, and what Manhattan brings to the table. Well, one of the sites that we use for our scores unfortunately went down on us in here tonight, but I did get uh, the last score we had was late in the third quarter. Manhattan was up 35 to 14 on Free State. So, yes, we're, we expect to be playing Manhattan next week. So, that's a good thing. Uh, good things happen tonight. Uh, seeing Grant Adler back in the football game, moving around. He did have ice on his uh, ankle late in the ball game or late uh, in the half. Kind of expected that, but it was good to see Grant back. It was absolutely good, and he performed well. He probably. Maybe overdid it a little bit, but, uh, you know, that, that's what these kids do. He's anxious, anxious to get on the field, and he got on the field, and he had a pretty good night. Well, let's go ahead and get into the stats for the ball game tonight. Uh, as we said, uh, Panthers uh, maybe a little bit sloppy, but uh, came out with a big victory tonight. First downs, Panthers led big, 26 first downs to West High is 14. Rushing yardage on 38 attempts, Panthers 171 yards on 32 attempts on the ground. Wichita West, 83 yards. Passes, uh, Derby 13 for 26, 233 yards. Wichita West, 7 for 11 for 98. Total yards for the Panthers, 404 yards. Wichita West, 181 yards. That all came kind of late in the ballgame, as we said. Derby held West to 76 yards in the first half. That's pretty impressive, all the passing yardage for the Panthers. It looks like 230 yards, and, uh, you know, we haven't passed for that many yards in quite some time. So that, that's going to that's gonna create some issues for the D.C. up in Manhattan. Yeah, no doubt. What you saw was a little bit of Grant Adler getting back in and throwing the ball well, and then Lev Wash came back and uh, – he threw the ball well as uh, also. Turnovers big tonight, though, for the Panthers. Panthers turned the ball over four times, Wichita West twice. So that's something Coach Clark will, will definitely be wanting to work on. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure Coach won't be happy about that. That'll be the one glaring stat. To, to, every time he looks at stats, he'll see that four turnovers, and I know Coach won't like that. And I just noticed as they were leaving the field, Kavion Walker had a decent limp to him. So let's hope that he gets back because that's a – Another one of those receivers that uh, we really need in the ball game. Yeah, we can hope. We can hope that uh, uh, our trainer Rex Shock works his magic this week. 
Individual stats for the Panthers. Lim Wash, a nice night. 5 for 11, 115 yards. Grant Adler, 6 for 10, 106. And late in the ballgame, the sophomore, Mercer Thatcher, 2 for 5 for 12 yards. Lots of guys on the receiving end tonight. Uh, Reed Liston, four catches for 96. Had the really nice touchdown catch. Kavion Walker, three for 47. He had a touchdown catch. Jacob Karsak, one catch for 46. Trey Washington, three for 32. Aaron Larson, one catch for seven. And Thummel had one catch for five yards for the Panthers. In the rushing, uh, Trey just st- goes over the century mark. 20 carries, 101 yards. Grant Adler, four carries for 45. Lim Wash, eight carries for 28. And Dylan Edwards, two carries for six yards. Again, 404 total yards of offense for Panthers tonight. The big stat we always like to look at, Panthers come out on top 49-13. to 13. Yeah, that, that's that's the one stat we care about. And, uh, again, Panthers will advance on to next week's quarterfinal match and it looks like it's going to be between Manhattan and the Panthers so we look forward to that this has been Panther football on Alive 105 KDKQ 105.9 thank you for listening